I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I saw the action out there tonight. What you guys need is a little bit of firepower. Well, <laughs> I'm a weapons designer. I've got what you need. Uh, 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 all right. We'll, we'll come back. We'll visit all of you people later. No, 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 Thank no, you, no, sir. No, no, no. I don't live here. I'm here for the ladies. Here, take my card. My name's Heller. Say it with me. Heller. All right. You shovel better than any man I've ever known. This is Film Sack. Sure. Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 611 for Sunday, August 6th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. I heard he lost his Pepsi endorsement, Dunaway. No, let me just rip it off my shoulder and toss it at you. Oh, hi. hi. This week on Film Sack, it's no mystery as to how we amateur crime-fighting men tucked, rolled, and shoveled our way into Peacock's not-so-secret lair of star-powered action comedies from 1999 to take down the evil genius who thought to give Pee Wee Herman flatulence powers. Pull my finger! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, damn, I miss you, Paul Rubens, already. Yeah. Anyway, anywho. If I ever had to pick a superhero power, and let's face it, I got asked this in every job interview since high school, and the correct answer is almost never invisibility. Almost never. <laughs> so I'd have to pick um, VHS Vigilante with the power to be kind and rewind. Mm. When this shit goes sideways, I just rewind the tape or fast forward the obscene parts of life or pause on the good stuff. My only weakness Living in the past. Now, excuse me while I go get into my blockbuster blue shirt and khakis. I got a city to save. Randy, <laughs> only shooting stars break the m- uh, 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 old. <laughs> yeah, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. You'll hear more later from Ibit. Anyway. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, this was the era of Hey, can Smash Mouth be in our movie? That was the thing. Yeah, and this is the first one to do it, right? Yep. It was. Yeah. It, beat, it beat Shrek like by a year or something like that, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also with us, Randy, <clears throat> his superpower is zits and farting Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. 
thank you all for coming to our tryout. I've got your applications here. Okay. First up, we have Johnson. Your superpower is drawing funny things and causing entertainment companies to issue frivolous strikes against content that you post. <laughs> okay. Um, Dunaway. Dunaway. Mm -hmm. It says here that you're a jokester and a contrarian with questionable mm -hmm. bodily health and a world famous ability to pronounce common words in unexpected ways. Mm, okay. Oh, wow. Let's mm -hmm. see. Um, Ibit. See here. Mm -hmm. Your superpower is answering trivia questions and riding a bicycle. Oh. Oh, what, what? Riding? Riding could be something. R riding a bicycle until your tummy hurts. Oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> Don't any of you know how to fight, like, at all? Yeah, these, no. these are these are all intellectual skills, and most of them aren't skills. Look. Sure. Don't despair, my friends. <laughs> you're all hired. <laughs> your you're head and shoulders better than the last guy. He showed up with a waffle iron and no better. <laughs> What a loser! I love that guy. Oh, poor Dane Cook. I, yeah. I don't love. Part. I don't love Dane Cook at all. But you I like love the, the concept of the character. Yeah, <laughs> Dane yeah. Cook's best role. Yeah, ever. yeah, it might be. <laughs> uh, let's finish out with Brian. Who doesn't walk around with their dad's head in a bag? Ibit. Oh, all right. Well, uh, Smash Mouth. Well, well done, yeah. Brian. That's well, not I the song I. It's not the song I chose. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Welcome to another song by Brian and the Cringe Tones. Here we go. I love that. Watching a 99 film called Mystery Men Filled with comedy stars of the time The movie tanked but one actor made me laugh And her name was Garofalo <laughs> Her breakthrough was 94's reality bites Followed by the truth about cats and dogs If the main character needed a sarcastic friend She'd be played by Garofalo Do you suppose it was her heart's desire The female lead Jerry Maguire Instead of Zellweger in that role It would have been her saying You had me at hello Garofalo 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 sits in her favorite chair And she gets all the work that she needs And they call her up to do voiceover roles Like the French woman Ratatouille <laughs> My favorite role of hers was Paula the Booker On HBO's Larry Sanders show And you can call her anything you like But her name is Garofalo <laughs> Do you suppose it would have been her dream? The journalist in the movie scream Instead of Courtney Cox playing that part It would have been her getting stabbed in the heart <laughs> Spoiler alert <Yeah>. For Scream 6 <laughs> Garofalo 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 Love it that's Applause. really good. Applause. <laughs> hey, hey, Cardi B, did you lip sync that or was that live? Yeah. No, I lip synced that. Are you okay, kidding me? Good. That's yeah, so yeah, much. I jammed so much information into that song. Right? <laughs> that I was about me. to be really worried about your health, mental health. I tried I tried off. doing that one, uh, like seeing if I could do it in one take. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, this no is way. not going to work. So no I did. Way. I did. I'm sorry. I did pre-record that one. But oh, no, no. Uh, no you're always allowed. You can do whatever you want. It allows me to do some embellishment. By the way, everything in there, factual, she was almost the lead in Jerry 
Jerry Maguire. Yep, she yep. was almost Courtney Cox's uh, Gail Weathers in Scream, and uh, she. Uh, uh, Gail Weathers has such a great character uh, name. That's right, and uh, her name is Garofalo. There was some other. There was some other fact in there. What was it? It's. Uh, it's definitely her name. Um, it's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. a spoiler alert for Scream yeah, Six. Sure. Uh, Courtney Cox. Oh dies. no! Oh. Not spoilers for Scream Six. <laughs> She's the character that's that. It. She played the character that Jerry, Jerry on Seinfeld almost married in the show. Right. Yeah. Yes. Because she, I want to know she right, right away. Do you do you actually think she was the best thing in this movie? No. Or were you just singing? It's it? hard for me to say that Pee Wee wasn't, but yeah, she's the only one who made me laugh. Like it was That's a couple good. of her lines. The only times, only times I laughed out loud during this movie <laughs> well, were, definitely... were two things that uh, Garofalo said. Yeah, yeah, all these comedians were uh, known for certain sticks, and they all yeah. and they all brought their uh, sticks. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. You know, yeah. I I don't know if I agree with that. I feel okay. like this. I feel like this is a movie that was written, and then it was kind of like rewritten as they were making it. But it was it was written, mm-hmm. and the, the actors played the characters. Like I I feel like there's a lot of people who could have played Invisible Boy. There's a lot of people who could have played. <laughs> Any Better than Kale? Yeah. I don't think and, so. And Taylor was originally supposed to be the shoveler, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. That was yeah. his, his – and uh, Danny there DeVito never was be another, that, Mr. That is the one person you Danny can never replace. Danny shoveler as well. Yeah. No, no. William H. Macy is the only shoveler. There's only one person that can never be replaced in yeah. this film. It needs to be Macy's a very trailer. dry, like, yeah. you know, uh, Cracker Jack, good – Bo- uh, uh, Boy yeah. Scout, Boy dude. Scouts. Yeah, married, married to uh, and and uh, what's the who's who's he married to? Um, I don't know her name. Oh, what was her what was the actress name? She was fantastic. Yeah, too. she was her, great. Her uh, he, he's the only one with kids and all. I liked his. I liked yeah. his whole thing. William H Macy, though, this had to have been Jennifer a little Lewis. a little it? weird because yeah, if you said to me, was this pr- before or after Fargo? I would have said this was before. Clearly, because after Fargo, why would you take any role like this? And uh, no, he did Fargo and then did this. this was- he rolled right into it. That's <laughs> fine. Well, my question was, was this before or after the cooler? And I'm looking. Before, I believe. Oh, this had to be before. Well, oh, yeah. Cooler was in the 2000s. Yeah, early aughts. This is before the cooler. Okay. Get out. Really? Yeah, this is before. Yeah, recognize- yeah, that's, I'm sorry. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Before the cooler. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. The way you said it, it was like, oh, no, this was before the cooler. <laughs> Wow. How funny. did I not recognize Jennifer Lewis? You know, she, if you ever play, you ever watch Blackish? She's uh, uh, Ruby in that. Yeah. Oh, she's the grandma's wife? Yeah. Wow. I did not. Oh. Wow. I didn't even recognize her. Oh, okay. weird. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, we'll let Fle- not Fletcher. Uh, this, not we Fletcher. usually get Scott Fletcher, but this is not Fletcher because we kind of squoze this one in kind of last minute. So we didn't, we didn't get the real Fletcher. So we got this right. very poor alternative. Mystery men. A group of inept amateur superheroes must try to save the day when a supervillain threatens to destroy a major superhero and the city. There it is. That's Mr. I hate Hall. whoever this. Who'd you train this on? This I hate is trained. It is. It's who, trained on the guy who is, does Mario voiceover, and it's so horribly I not hate good. this person in real life. Mystery this man. is what AI yeah. turns into. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. Did did he did he leave you a voicemail and that's what you trained him on? No, I did it on, on. I did it on a whole string of woohoo, yeehee, woohoo, wow. like, like nothing but Mario noises. And wow. it, the best it could do is this mystery men. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> if this ends up being the default voice for AI, I'm gonna hate it. I'm yeah, gonna hate it. I want you know, are are you robot overlords. I want Siri and the A word, all those things to start talking like that. It's like, uh, hey, yeah. uh, hey, A word, uh, could you please turn on my sprinklers? <laughs> no, I don't. Want to turn on your sprinklers? Ah! It's forty-eight degrees outside. 
kind of like Mickey Mouse meets. I don't know. It's horrible though. It's hey. pretty bad. Mickey Mouse meets Billy Mays is yeah, what that is. Right yeah, yeah. So when we, you know, the, so this let this be a warning to everyone that when Fletcher can't, you know, when when we do, yeah, we yeah. make Thanks a change. A lot, Fletcher, it's really, not his fault. Let this be a warning, most of all, to Fletcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it is uh, it is Mystery Men, and we chose it because we were looking for some Paul Rubin stuff that wasn't yeah. just straight up. And hey, people have been requesting this in the community forever. Oh yeah, long long time. Um, yeah. I I was and a I, I was a big fan of this movie in '99. I thought it was great, but I was too. I got some yeah. issues with it mm, this time around. I'm, I feel like yeah. it held up. I, yeah, I yeah. actually like wow. I actually came away like, man, you could edit a couple of things out of this movie and it's actually great. Yeah, you, could, you probably edit a lot out of this movie because it's <laughs> yeah. two hours long for absolutely no yeah. reason whatsoever. I think this movie actually benefits from being a superhero almost parody of sorts before superhero movies. And maybe that is the one or good ones. One right. thing that that would have given it hope is if it had come out, if they had done something like this during the the heyday of the MCU, during the first right first or second phase of the MCU when Marvel could do no wrong, this would have been ideal for that time. But at the time, I thought it was, uh, I don't know, I didn't, I wasn't a fan of it then. For some reason, I bought the it's, DVD. I don't know why. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was even less of a fan of it. of it this time. Really, most of its experience, yes. or most of what informed this was visually speaking, was like uh, you know, Batman and from the '60s, and and you know, like some of the the superhero movies it's all during well, the '80s. Yeah, and it's really more the Batman, the like the Tim Burton and the yeah, yeah. that those have been the Batman, like the the real superhero movies that we had gotten around this time were those. We right, hadn't gotten right. Iron Man yet or anything like that. Yeah, we're only a year after Batman and Robin, I think, or a year or two. Right. We yeah. didn't even know what CGI dinosaurs looked like yet, right? We didn't. No. No. We didn't know. That, no, we, yeah, we did. We were we, about we to find well, out. Well, we knew because right. '93 no, was. Knew. Yeah, yeah, we knew '93. Yeah, 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 yeah. But here's the here's uh, the I keep here's... wanting to make Jurassic Park a lot later than it was. I really <laughs> no, do. I really want that to be late. 90s it's gonna be 2001 90s. right nope nope no nope. 93 baby um so if if uh i think you give somebody you put this on the lap of like james gunn who knows how to take weird obscure oh, shit and yeah. turn it into something special he could this is a dark horse comic it's based on so it's not really mm-hmm. mainstream or known that well what i liked about it then i still like about it now but where i've where i've changed my opinion a bit is it's less of what i thought it was and more of what i had a problem with and that is this. I love the concept. And the, the comic book is way more this way, even though there's a lot of other stuff like like the Flaming Carrot. The is flaming your main yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was spun off from the Flaming Carrot. Yeah, that was never going to – they were never going to put – like the character that – Bob uh, Burton. Uh, that What's-His-Name plays. Uh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Um, Frickin' – Greg Kinnear, Captain Amazing. Greg Kinnear. Kinnear. Oh, Captain. Yeah, Captain. That's basically in the comic anyway. What what story is carried over? That's he's the flaming carrot in the comic. But the producers are like, well, that's never going to work. We can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't do that. No. no. And also in in this movie, Captain Amazing is your big trope bundle. Like Mm -hmm. there's there's a ton of uh, tropes around every little thing in this movie. But for some reason, he is the you know the trope of the the amazing good guy who is willing to willing to break the law and and willing to sacrifice people in order to yeah. continue to have a mm-hmm. villain yeah and like that i that felt felt really flat to me and i i don't remember it i know why it does i know why it day. does it's because we have a better example of that homelander is that now and homelander is I, such you a know, but such yeah, a I, raw version of that that it's like it's this is silly of it yeah. yeah but but greg Kinnear, did you think they like i was 
maybe giving this too much credit, but man, Greg Kinnear's portrayal of Captain Amazing in this movie. I just, just it was I thought it was pretty good. I yeah, I, I know it's great when you know when he's kind of uh, negotiating for his life and he's like, all right, yeah. we'll just you know, and he becomes the biggest coward. All right, we'll just turn me over to the the authorities and yeah. you know we can pretend that you've been uh, uh, rehabilitated and then you can destroy the city. Just you know, save me. <laughs> and that's that's I think when um, when that character and when Greg Kinnear shines is that kind of pleading. Yeah. And, and yeah. the movie throws, yeah, the movie the whole, throws these yeah. these actors who aren't there. There aren't like actors. They're like stunt casting. It throws these people in mm. with good actors. So like Greg Kinnear is a good actor, and right. it throws him together with Ricky Jay, who's just some magician. Oh, <laughs> oh, take that such back. A, yeah, yeah, I like. They have such incredible chemistry, right? No, like, what's amazing like about Ricky Jay is that he. I mean, I'll play the line later, but he. He makes it. He's just his. He's his agent, right? And so he's his agent. But yeah. He's but Ricky J is so much more than just a magician. Oh but yeah. Dude, no. He's, I mean, if you've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. Magnolia, um, Ricky J is the whole narrator for that film. Yeah. And he he's amazing. Sets in the it. tone of that thing so perfectly. He's good, and yeah, he but, does a lot of stuff for that director. And he's also amazing in uh, Deadwood uh, for the run. He was part of Deadwood. He was great. In yes. Yes. Ricky Sad, J is awesome. Sadly passed away. Uh, but you, you get what I'm great, saying, right? Like, right. This this movie yeah. has like Tom Waits and he, and it pairs him yes. up with people like Ben Stiller and Gene Jean- Garofalo who really really know what they're doing and they, they elevate good him. chemistry they elevate him tremendously into a yeah. place that Tom Waits has no business. Well, this being. is yeah. this is now we're getting to the the part that that, that, that bugs me um, because what I loved about the movie then and still like about it now are the parts where these are just people who think they're cool and think they have powers. But there is no supernatural uh, there's, stuff there's going two, on. There's two superheroes in this movie. Yeah, there's two right. Super, I realize real, that, but like when they have right. superpowers, when you have the when you have her bowling ball bullshit, right? That's that takes me out of this movie so hard because I'm just like, okay, that's a magical bowling ball. Now, you really, that's like the thing that keeps me in. It's, it's not like at all. See, it's what ruins it. Thinking. And at the end, how they I all actually have powers, like that kid's actually invisible. F that. That's not what I came to this I, for. What I came I, to this see, for. I just wish I they like would it. pick a lane and stay with it, right? Like, don't give me a Mr. Yeah. Fear. Don't give me a bunch of characters that end up having powers. And I would argue that the bowler so, is, is like right. Thor so, and the so, ball is Mjolnir. She's the only go. one who can control it kind of thing. Right. So the Watchmen, the Watchmen was, was huge about the time that the Flaming Carrot came along and started doing... Uh, this mystery men uh, spinoff from the flaming carrot it, but it wasn't informed by it, but it was happening at the same time. And I think the fact that we have one real superhero, this, this it's a really common story in X-Men and all comics with superheroes, especially where one character is just a God essentially. And then you got a bunch of other people with smaller city level hero types yeah right? but i like and i, I like love that. the concept that they're mostly cosplaying but their hearts are in the right place that's where the movie's strongest right. for me so hank azari is a good example blue rajah's yes. character mm-hmm. he is yeah. living in his mom's basement literally <laughs> he's so he, good he loves stupid. he does he's this accent I, he's <laughs> such a stupid accent. it's so stupid right I love, but i'm i was so happy i was thinking for some reason i was thinking wait was that accent offensive no it wasn't it was just a british no it was guy. amazing it was, yeah. it was amazing yeah. just a yeah. Yeah. british accent yeah yeah, yeah. but 
but then you <laughs> then you have someone like uh, the spleen who has a legit superpower, <laughs> and he and he demonstrates it in he's the very curse. first scene he's in. Yeah, right, yeah, like yeah. he comes along and he's like, I can make those people across the room fall dead or whatever he yeah, does. Yeah, and yeah. and you're like, whoa. I mean, I realize that it's supposed to be funny. Like that's the only reason right. for this character is that he's funny. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like, I'm like man wait are we in a universe where <laughs> you know like someone like the shoveler can just be easily defeated by a like, guy f- farting supernatural farts right mm-hmm. shoveler and blue raja both are characters that just have high le- skill levels ben stiller's character has overinflated his powers but he still has powers he's still super strong we we proved it later on that's my problem because right. he's not mm-hmm. the entire time and then suddenly mm-hmm. see it's the last third of that movie i would like to throw so this the is garbage. all about trying to uh overcome the fact that they're you know they're trying to struggle they're trying to get into they're trying to break into the game i Are get it i get it but this is a more meaningful right. character experience if they just are kind of shitty and then the end the end they still kind of win and they're still shitty I, I actually disagree. Otherwise, it becomes a a, a deus ex machina, right? Like, oh, all of a sudden, Invisible Boy really is invisible. All of a sudden, uh, Mr. Furious really does have some strength. 100% with you on that. This is, this is, I like that. This is Niles. That's a positive. And this is why you're a psycho because this is like, I'll bet you liked it. I'll bet you liked it on. (laughs) I'll I'll bet when you watch Frasier, you liked it when uh, Niles and Daphne finally got together. You probably liked that era, right? Not not necessarily. No, not really. Okay. That, that to was me, fine. It's, no, to I, me, I it's liked, similar. I like the fact that, well, if they just had powers, they, okay, so this movie is genuine and it has heart. And the reason why it has genuine and heart is because they're really, they don't have confidence. And if the only way to have powers and them to be effing up would be to make fun of them and go, they're stupid, they have powers and they just can't do anything with them. Yeah. No, that would be, that would, that would not make me feel empathy or you know or, or love for these characters what gives a heart is the fact that they're struggling just like all of us struggle and they're they're trying to overcome uh their own weaknesses and that's their real uh that's their real weakness instead of kryptonite like by, with what superman has their weaknesses their self-confidence in a lot of ways yeah. and strong leadership yeah. i think this is a great uh telling of how a superhero team comes together and you know they do find leadership, and someone has to step up. This is all stuff that, that's mirrored in like the X Men with the stru- power struggle of you know of Storm and Cyclops, and you know different people taking mm-hmm. leadership roles. I think this is all really I good. No, I, I'm with you. I, I yes, guess I'm 100 with you uh, on what's good about the movie. We agree with you. Yeah, I totally okay. agree. <laughs> well, totally I'm confused agree. because Scott keeps saying, "Well, well no, let me answer it then." The whole time. No, let hey. me let me answer <laughs> let me answer it then. Let me let me let me tell you what I what I actually mean, or let me refine my right, thought right. on this because what you all what what you just said is I agree with like that is the nemesis is them overcoming their own weaknesses, their own self doubt, their own, those things. That's all strong. That's what makes the movie have heart and meaning to me where I have a problem with it is Kel Mitchell should have, should have not actually been able to go invisible. Uh, I don't so, think that bowling, I think she should have been great with that bowling ball, but it shouldn't have had a mind of its own. I, I think it takes cheated. If at the end we come to find out, they really just aren't superheroes. Yeah, I see that. I would actually prefer to go the other way. Give us 
uh, I hate to like bring bring uh, Greatest American Hero, but give us like sputtery, <laughs> sputtering sputtering. Sputtering versions. Oh, nice job, William Cat right. reference. Uh, sputtering <laughs> versions of their powers, right? Like, you know, uh, have Invisible Boy kind of flicker a little bit when nobody's looking and he's got his eyes closed right. to show that, all right, there's something there, but he, but he, so you want the audience to kind of go wink, wink. You're, you're in on the, you're in on this. Yeah. Yes. And they also you just, because otherwise you haven't earned it. You haven't, you haven't given, there we go. Given That's me the enough word. to believe that the characters really can do these powers until you just say, Voila! They have those powers, 100%, and you get it. Yeah. You get it a little bit with you get it a lot actually with Blue Raja and uh, the Shoveler because they are really good with their tools and and just, just some aim issues and something like that. But they get West Studi again. One of, another one of the best parts of this film is West Studi, totally underused. Um, <laughs> well, and all, honestly, didn't need to be in the movie. Like the, everybody, you could, you could cut that character entirely. You, you could, but I liked it. I liked his whole. It's, if you don't go into the, the sky, the sky will come into you or whatever. Like. <laughs> Yes. Oh, no, oh, yeah. great. he's great. He's fun. But I'm I just think, saying but I the think character... you need him to adhere the characters together. I think you could cut out a lot of the middle crap and probably like the whole thing with the um, uh, the theme gangs. In, in like a, it. Cut it cut like that it. down to a third. I oh, like yeah. the theme gangs. Keep them. But there's the whole dinner thing didn't need to be part of nope. it. Yeah. Where you just but get then the how would I see Michael Bay? <laughs> as a frat boy, oh, as a frat boy. how would I not get all the great cameos if yeah. I didn't have that? Why didn't they get, didn't they get younger, <laughs> blonder yeah. people? Like it would have been so funny <laughs> if they had actually been. Guys in there, I'm 42 and I'm a frat boy. It was not right. that didn't work really right. well. But yeah, like but I, I, I think we're on the same we're on the same boat here, kind of across the board. It's just there's a subtlety to how this can be handled. I'm not sure they did it here. The comic is way the- more like they don't have real powers. As strange as that may sound, like and also by the way, the only two characters that carry over are the shoveler and Mr. Mr. Furious Mr. or Furious. Furious. Right. And that's it. There is no yeah. which, bowler. Which there is, is no really, Blue Raja. Which is funny because too, right? the spleen feels the spleen and Blue Raja both feel like they would have perfectly come from Flaming Carrot. My uncle right. bought Flaming Carrot comics and I read them and I thought they were they were just too I, I didn't, I didn't get it because I was ten it's, or eleven or something. Right, right, right. It's a guy with a big carrot for a head in the in, in, in the, the tops in on the, fire. Yeah, the tops on fire. Yeah, if you didn't know. Yeah. yeah, kind of like you know the tick. Well, not as obvious as the tick. I mean, the tick is a, clearly a superhero. This is a guy whose head is a, a giant carrot. Right. <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I tell you my favorite thing in this whole movie? Do it. Well, just, yeah, I, I really, really want to know if any of the can three we stop of you, you? agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> i just i just I'm, I'm just hoping that one of you like will agree sure. with this my favorite thing in the whole movie is ben stiller as mr furious yes agreed picking yeah. up on slowly figuring out how to pick up on and fall in love with claire forlani as monica yeah and yeah. how they have they have a complete relationship they have the meet cute they have all of the steps along the way and then they have the uh, grand finale at the very very end with yeah. them uh, and uh, like, I really, really love that. And I wish that the movie had known that it was doing that. <laughs> you don't think it knew yeah. that it was making this? No, this thread, no, because this high because it right because the along the way, I have to watch Kel Mitchell get his ankle humped by a, a skunk. And mm. it's, I realize it's a funny I thought gag. Pee, I thought yeah, Pee-wee, Pee-wee, was Pee-wee, was Pee-wee was getting his And then for some reason, Kel Mitchell does a, like yeah. doing the Stevie Wonder for some yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like I, along, the, <laughs> along the way, the movie, it, it's like the movie is like, no, no, no. I'm about these great gags. 
and I'm and I and I keep saying to the movie, no, well, I was... want you to be about these interesting little like the relationship between the shoveler and his wife and the you know the like blue Ra- blue raja gets plenty of the uh, just enough of mom you know like mom sure. and son yeah you know what i'm saying and like it's that stuff that this is, was real, is so was it, good was it, wasn't this real popular though at the time that we would have this type of we okay so we were at, during the late 90s probably mid late 90s we were having a lot of movies that were uh being very genuine uh, with their source material, but then throwing in a bunch of comedy and putting comedic actors in it. And I think that's still here with that storyline of Monica and Mr. Furious and how she helps him kind of temper, which is something you see a lot of like with the thing in the fantastic four where he's, you know, he's, he's crazy and furious, even though he doesn't have Hulk powers like that, he doesn't get mad and they get stronger, even though he does clobbering time. Um, he has a, 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 you know, someone in his life, who manage who helps manage his his anger. So I felt this was a good nod and I thought it was a good thread through on the story and a good completion of the character arc. I just I, I'm not quite sure I understand what you're probably you feel like it wasn't handled well enough, you feel like maybe is that what I, I'm here? I'm, I'm watching it in twenty twenty three. And I've seen okay. I've right. seen what I've seen the last twenty five right. years. I can't unsee it. I can't yeah. unsee it. I just I just yeah. think you take something like Guardians of the Galaxy. It's it's now a complete trilogy, and you look at the whole of that, and and it is a kind of a miraculous adaptation. Like the fact that they yeah. pulled that off at all is insane. When it got announced, I went, "There's no way you're doing this raccoon tree thing any justice. This is not going to work." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. he did. And so I I think with the right hands, we'll, this would be amazing. I think. I, uh, We're saying the, that now. I wonder how our sensibilities will be in another 20 years from this Guardians of the Galaxy. And people will look back and go, this is just dumb. I well, mean, nobody, it, it, nobody looked at, but nobody was that that would be maybe that's a good comparison. If in 99 we were looking at this and going, this is the most amazing movie. I can't it was believe that. More, it, but, it, but it was because we weren't getting a lot of nods. No, not, it tanked. Not our, not it tanked. our lifestyle. Yeah, but we're it tanked, dude. It tanked. That movie tanked at the well, box office. But just because something yeah. tanks, like the Dungeons and Dragons movie, it tanked. Not because there's not it, a passionate not, user base. No. Well, it did. If you, look at, <laughs> if you look at the numbers, if you look and say, was it successful enough to make a sequel? And did it make enough money worldwide? No, it is considered a financial flop. Um, so... But the reason why is because the people who are passionate about D&D, the movie is good. The people who are passionate about it are there, but there's just not enough of them in a worldwide market to make it financially successful. Yeah. In its time, the the tomatometer <laughs> puts right. Mystery Men at 60%, and it's currently Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves is currently 90% among critics. Right. But I'm, you know, you were arguing that it had to do with with money. I think when Scott says it tanked, <laughs> I think he's talking right. a, a bit more about how it came and went. It didn't get huge audiences, mm-hmm. and you know the the critics tend to kind of. Is that guide what you that. meant, Scott? I'm looking at you, Scott. I also <laughs> mean, I think also I, I don't think it did what they needed to financially. We'd have saw sequels. We would have saw more stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Plus, yeah. it was like rife with issues. But uh, all you gotta do what's... is just ask ask any of the people. Okay, maybe maybe I got a maybe I've got a weird perspective, but everybody that I talked to this past week on social media is just like passionate about this movie well that's because they're and replying to your post about have it. watched it recently 
Yeah. Uh, I don't. I didn't take a, a number. Would you watch it recently? But they all act like, oh, I love this movie. And a few yeah. Well, of course they, they do because. Every year. But you got to look at the inherent bias in that. You're going to post something about we're doing this for Film Sack, and 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 you talk about it. And people go, oh, I love that movie. Well, only yeah. the people, who, again, people who are indifferent movie, to it are going to re, well, are going to reply. Yeah, they're not going to yeah, reply. That's what go. I said at my top of my discussion was that I think this really resounds true with the people that was aimed at. I yeah. think it's successful sure. in the and I, in what it aimed. And at. like I said, I really liked it at the time, only not liking the the final bit. My problem this time is the final bit is still the main problem, but there are bits of that final bit strewn throughout that are just kind of annoying. And mm-hmm. I think the final bit's just too formulaic. It's like, well, we got to take on the bad guy. And we got some bad CGI <laughs> to do it. And but we haven't even talked about Jeffrey Rush and his Casanova Frankenstein, one of the best character names I've ever heard of in my <laughs> life. It really just inca- it, it, it tells is, you the yeah. whole story, yeah. right? It tells you everything you need to know. About I love this, him. So whatever he's yeah. in, and this I'm, is peak yeah. Jeffrey Rush. Like at this yeah. point, yeah. he's yeah. he's mm-hmm. been acting mm-hmm. for twenty five years. He's an amazing. Like it's perfect role for him, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, mm-hmm. his real prestige but, stuff would come after. I guess so. You got about two years after this, you get the first Pirates of the Caribbean, and he was great right, in that. Right. Uh, Shine, he, well, Shine was well before that. That was like the that was, was his big moment, right? Of, yeah, yeah, he already right. had two Oscar nominations before this movie. Yeah, I don't know how they got. Well, him. didn't we see? Wasn't there a Haunted something that we saw that where he was a? Oh, what was that shit? Uh, I, it's all I could think about in this was this. We saw like. Well, let a, me tell you, Scott. This is our third Jeffrey Rush movie. Okay, what are um, the other two? Okay. Uh, we've previously seen him in House on Haunted Hill. That's the one. That's the one he's thinking of. Yeah, and he was uh, he was a voice in Green Lantern. You might recall. Really? Oh yeah, no, I don't oh, recall. Oh yeah, he, he was the uh, narrator the guy. Gives him the ring, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he now, was awesome. See, that was a bad movie. There. <laughs> yeah. No, I now. agree. But like, if <laughs> they, they both can be bad, Brian. They can both be bad. This can be bad. They can't exist in the same universe and both be bad. Those two movies. It's funny you say that because i got a similar vibe of really uh well let me let me let me finish so like if you if you go all the way through the end of these movies right even if you don't know about the behind the scenes drama of rewrites reshoots you know the director quitting yeah the director quitting right back to commercials exactly yeah (laughs) the guy the director is the guy who did the got milk and the taco bell chihuahua yeah which by the way is why um I, I think his buddy, uh, uh, shit, the Transformers movie guy. I can't think of his name. Michael Bay. Michael, Michael Bay, Bay was Michael there. Bay, yeah. Because Michael Bay was also huge Got Milk ad director mm. yeah. back in the day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. I don't yeah. remember any of those with explosions. So that's why <laughs> right, it's right. weird, right? Milk exploding yeah. on people's faces. They're drinking. <laughs> it was all exactly. music videos and Got Milk. But anyway, uh, uh, what was my point? My point was oh, oh uh, so both of these movies have this feeling of there was. Uh, stuff happening behind the scenes that fiddled with this and made him make some bad choices. I felt that way through both films. And sure enough, if you go look at all the background information on them, much of which I didn't know before this viewing, uh, tons of problems like Kinnear and oh, Kinnear yeah. and what's his name were fighting every day on set. Uh, ben Stiller yeah. and Kinnear hated each other. Oh, freaking guts. really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Which is perfect because they should hit each other. And it, well. it actually plays well into it. You kind of feel it. When they're discussing, it feels good. Yeah, but they only have like two scenes together. Actually. And they're fantastic because he finally gets a chance to tell the, you know, the A-list yeah. guy who he wants to be. But he's also, you know, just. Oh, yeah, but just I don't think that's a thing that has to happen. You know, with the loss oh, it doesn't of Mark. Have to. With, it the, with, the, with, the, with the loss of T.O. Salamanca, uh, Mark um, oh, mm, just passed Margolis. yesterday. Margolis. Mark Margolis passing away yesterday. The two of the best friends on set 
of Breaking Bad and later Better Call Saul were Giancarlo Esposito and him. But can you think of a more, uh, you know, hateful relationship on camera on screen? So I don't think it's good that you hate each other and as actors, I I agree. Typically it's not good, but considering that they were in so few scenes together when, and the scenes together they did have were so confrontational. I don't think it hurt the movie. I don't think it hurt the movie. Do you think it worked for Chevy Chase and everybody? (laughs) Anytime, yes. Anytime Chevy, there is a particular, uh, there is a particular value to Chevy Chase being a dick on on film. And you can almost feel it. You almost feel like the actors are kind of like just side eyeing him when he's acting and stuff, which is kind of how his character plays usually too. So it's really weird when somebody's got bankable box office but you're forcing people to work with a guy that nobody likes yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. it's such a weird it's, thing I, he's fun to watch you would never want to interact with chevy chase probably but he's it's fun to watch him interact with other people uh no you it's know he was he was a big star for a reason it's just yeah uh, you know being a complete dick it will catch up to you nobody wants to work with him now oh, yeah, yeah you know because no. now your star is lower and no one cares so Nobody right. wants to work with Chevy, but I don't know. This is, you know, I don't know how rife this was with problems. We can only read what we can read. I just feel like there was a missed opportunity here to <clears throat> to really take this material and do something a little bit more guys- interesting with it. That being said, I liked a lot of it. Like, I really liked the the low rent characterization of these heroes. The fact that they are just kind of good with throwing forks and I'm pretty good with a shovel and then their homemade costumes like it just I like that lean into that more and lean into is, the fact that you really don't know what you're doing until we really need right. you. But don't be invisible suddenly out of nowhere. I just that really it, bugs this me. really speaks. Uh-huh. This really spoke to me in, in in 99 because I was able to tap into my childhood of always doing these stupid kind of I mean, all we ever did as kids, at least with me and my friends is come up with superhero names mm-hmm. and superhero powers and put them yep. in crazy situations because that was kind of more my D&D. Like people were playing real D&D, which I played a little bit of. I was more into, you know, going outside and, and playing pretend role playing superheroes. I was really big into the whole thing. And so I had it, so much narrative around my bike. My yeah, bike yeah. was my was my <laughs> utility belt. Yeah, right. You were, you were the so Michael you the card in, into the spokes, and you. That's right. Into you were the Michael Knight powered. to your kit, basically. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You need yeah. the deluxe ring yeah. and the the <laughs> deluxe You must know nothing about me if you do <laughs> not know. <laughs> right. You guys must not know anything about me if you do not know that I grew up during when MTV hit. It impacted me so greatly that every movie that has been directed by a video uh, music video director, I will usually give a big pass to like all the way to my sucker punch loving. If it looks like a music video and it speaks Mm -hmm. like a music video, you've you're already fought half the battle. Well, and I think that that's, you know, that is the only thing that I really do like about sucker punch was just how it looked. I think visually it's a stunning, stunning film. And, uh, uh, anything by director Russell Mulcahy, Russell Mulcahy, because he, you know, you look back at his, all his Duran Duran slow motion table flipping videos and video <laughs> killed the radio star was his and all that stuff. Yeah. And those, you know, I'll give him a pass to some degree for the movies he directs. If, you know, if the movie's passable, but he does, right. he visually makes it stunning. Then uh, see there are and there are uh, examples of really prestige versions of this. David Fincher started in Fincher's visual videos. Uh, yeah. Spike Jones yeah. started in in that mm-hmm. and doing Jackass and all that stuff. Jonathan mm-hmm. Glazer. There's a whole bunch of them 
that yeah. are incredible actors. Gore Verbinski has his moments. I wouldn't say he's incredible, but but anyway, the point is like there is a real aesthetic to that, and I agree. If if they can parlay that into good filmmaking, sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little arcadey for some yeah. of them, uh, and then nope. some of them are like mind blowing. It's like Alex Proyas is on this list. That dude is one of my favorite directors of all time. Mm-hmm. Dark City is incredible. Well, and we've all heard about how Fincher, when he was getting started, was really clamped down by the studios, right? Like right. Alien 3, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think this movie has some of that. I think when Kinka Usher comes along, <laughs> the studio is like, okay, let's surround this guy by really experienced first assistant director and producers. And they did. Like you, yeah. the first assistant director, uh, we've also seen in like six other movies, like I Am Legend and uh, Replacement Killers and this kind of thing. Yeah. And then uh, the producers, I'm talking about Lawrence Gordon and Lloyd Levin. Uh, these are these two guys produced Die Hard together and Event Horizon together, and they produced Lock Up and Watchmen together. And like that's going to give you a maximum ceiling. You can't like you can't do anything greater than what those people have done right Right. they're just they're just gonna steer you down a train track sure sure that's fair but then you have weird ones like simon west made uh con air uh he directed con air he and then also the mechanic weirdly that that's such a different movie i need to see that i know you know like the everybody talks about how oh christian bale lost so much weight for that and i still have never seen it it's fantastic trivia behind it about uh it's dark but it's worth your time it's it's very good but he directed rick rick astley's never going to give you up good lord wow like what a (laughs) what a uh both ends of the spectrum exactly and i didn't know this michael bay directed i touch myself by the divinals good lord (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah, that's why I need a direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, explosive. They, Every time he touched yourself, they kept touching yeah. other things, and he had to right, tell them, right. No, you, you got to oh, touch yourself. No, no. Rest, yeah. rest in peace, Christina M. Foot. Oh, right. so much sadness with Paul Rubens passing recently and all that. It just, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I like after now that we've seen the movie, yeah. I was like, Yeah, okay, so this isn't my favorite thing Paul Rubens ever did. Oh, no, um, it's I have up a hard there for time, me. Hard time even <laughs> watching him in Mystery Men because <laughs> really, of because of the, <laughs> oh, really? The, the I thought he was legit funny in this he really worked it for oh okay, i see what you're saying like the stuff on his face the stuff like that oh yeah. i see yeah yeah I, I think the voice that he pulls in is about Pretty as good. much as far like as far from peewee as he can get yeah like he yeah. can't there's very yeah. little that he can do yeah. Yeah. to oh, get you, out of that peewee I'll give you one slightly farther from peewee and that is yeah. his appearance on 30 rock where mm. he's like a oh, yeah. eastern european Prince. Oh right! Oh yeah, you he's really okay. good in that. that. Yeah. yeah, he's really good point, in that. At some point, we do need to watch the the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer with. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. We do. That's well, that's Christy definite. Swanson. Yeah, yeah. I like but that I want one. To admit, I want to admit yeah. what a dumbass I am. I was like, I was casting her out of my mind. What's my favorite Paul Rubens role? And did he ever play it straight? And for some reason, because I had just watched him and Janine Garofalo, I was like, man, I need to look at Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion again. That mm-hmm. is not Paul Rubens. I was about to say, hmm. it is oh, Alan probably. Cumming. Oh, <laughs> you could swap. They could double for each other sometimes. Yeah, yeah. in my mm. mind, Paul Rubens played the love interest in. <laughs> in Alan Cumming is the British uh, or the Scottish, I guess he is. Yeah. Uh, Paul Rubens. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember him being in Blow. 
what part did he play? Oh yeah, he's oh, been, he's right. known for that. Was, yeah, like that people, was a serious role. I've yeah, never seen yeah. Blow, but I but everyone always raves about him in it, and I should we probably should watch see that. Blow. Yeah, yeah. Blow good. Like his what is Blow? Blow is like drugs, right? It's like the a cocaine. cocaine yeah, yeah. The cocaine. Uh, yeah, movie about the Johnny Depp. The dangers of cocaine. <laughs> it is a Johnny Depp deal, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. I have not seen Blow. Maybe I that's, have not either. We should maybe yeah put that on the list. Worth doing. Like. He was in six episodes. Keep an eye on all of us after we watch that. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, he was in the Smash Mouth All Star video. That's right, because that's well, where that music video is from. Is this movie they, here? Yeah, Mystery I mean, Man. really, they, they technically weren't in it. They just used yeah. clips from this film uh, for mm-hmm. the Smash Mouth All Star video. Oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't and not know Shrek. That. No, and not, not Shrek. Shrek, even though that's what everybody thinks of. <laughs> everybody thinks it came from Shrek, yeah. They were really having a moment, though, weren't they, as, as a band? Oh, they were, like yeah. Going I was, and, and I never connected this song with Shrek. I connected the I'm a Believer cover that they did with Shrek. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do people hate them now? Is that a thing? I seem like oh, I got yeah. some hate uh, the day about these yeah. guys. Oh, yeah. like, Nobody likes them. Why? No, yes. they, they don't like Is them because the they got... playing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's I mean, good. that's why this why All Star turned into such a meme because it's like making fun of Photograph and uh, by by yeah. uh, Nickelback or Creed. But or, Nickelback, I didn't feel like like Nickelback. I'm like, okay, I can see you just don't like that music because of you know it's a vapidness or whatever it is. You know, it's it's I, it's not authentic. It, I didn't think of it because people played it too much. Now I think of All Star as a song that people just play too much, and you're like, okay, enough, enough. I've I I, I want to I want to also answer the question. Um, yes. you might you might recall a couple years ago, Steve Harwell, the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was yes. revealed to be the biggest jackass that ever At, lived. Uh, Sturgis, okay. uh, yeah, boy, oh boy, like that, they, yeah, this that video is Fred hard Durst. to watch. This doesn't hurt Fred Durst at all, though. Why is that? Why is that something? Well, Fred Durst isn't. It, it's a different kind of. Okay, here, here's the deal. Fred Durst just right. keeps making music and stays the same. <laughs> This yeah. guy went he from stay at the same age. This guy is. went from like, hey, I got a but two popular songs in the two thousands to I'm a complete yeah. wreck on stage. I'm ruining this experience for okay. everyone. Okay. I'm a big yeah. piece of shit. And, in multiple in multiple live performances, he was high as a kite, drunk, right. and yelling at the crowd and Insulting doing like the, the like the yeah. Nazi Heil Hitler and this kind of <laughs> okay. thing. Okay, see, got, I was never a huge fan, so it's just like I I enjoyed those couple of songs and they were fine. I was just never a big fan. Or he had so he had his own band that he'd been with for like twenty five years. Stop playing and leave the stage because they were so embarrassed <laughs> mm-hmm. by him. Okay, yeah. So, okay, yeah, it was a mess. Um, I guess if I guess you would feel betrayed by that if you were a fan of this. Like I said, well, I wasn't really a fan. I've just always been like, oh, it's fine. It's a, sure. I just think it's goofy because you have two songs that anyone gives a shit about, mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. and and boy, they're one song away from being a one hit wonder. That's amazing. Is it? Really- <laughs> I, I I mean, I give so. you uh, walking on the walking on the sun was a hit for them. And that, why can't we I'm, why can't we be friends? Cover was everywhere for a while. Oh, oh really? We friend? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. I don't I don't know. I don't have that much to say about that except I have some nostalgia for Shrek popping out of his toilet door and going, Somebody wants to like yeah. there's some oh, fun God. there. Yeah. You know? yeah. I want yeah. you to know, after watching Mystery Men with my thirteen year old, uh yeah. this movie's ending, we're hearing Smash Mouth, my kid goes, Um, I can't believe that uh, you know, like that was that song was then used in a terrible animated film. And I was like, Hold your mouth yeah. right now. <laughs> the kids really don't <laughs> like this track. We need to talk about this. True. 
And so he just, I just let him go. He just started talking about how terrible Shrek is. And I was started looking up like these lists, these prestige lists of the greatest uh-huh. animated films of all time. And I showed him oh, the best one I found has Shrek at number 10 at really? the greatest wow. of the greatest animated films of all time. Wow. It is above so many greater movies on this list. That's and, crazy. And I was just like, how can you not? And so like this movie, Mystery Men, led to me requiring that my kids sit and watch Shrek with me. <laughs> I'm, I gotta say, I'm kind of amazed that he sat through Mystery Men. If he made it through the yeah, credits. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Man, Mike yeah. Myers just really, like, everybody flipped on him a lot. I mean, I didn't. I, I did. I, I liked him. him even all the way up in, in, in through his uh, weird gong well, show I reboot. I, I apologies. I do say Mike Myers, like, we flipped on the, the human being. No, I'm talking about his entertainment value uh, oh, from the, from oh, the oh, 90s gotcha, it's like gotcha. people just like okay. it like in 2000 i think like that's uh, sort of true but also he took off he took a bunch of time off and i don't you know i don't blame right. him for doing right. that but it wasn't because he couldn't get work i think he was just like i need to slow down this is too much like i think right. he even yeah. said as much he's like <laughs> going back to canada to chill out a little bit and not do good <laughs> and, and, and break, all that man. said uh still uh, you couldn't pay me enough to watch the love guru Oh yeah, I'm oh, I actually that. thought the Love Guru was oh, not that great. Stop it now! <laughs> it wasn't great. Really? I, just thought, I don't like that one. I'm just kidding. But don't mess with the Zohan. That's not actually bad. That's not him. That's Adam Sandler. But it's what? kind of the same idea. <laughs> Why would you right? movies all together? I, right. I, I want to know. <laughs> all the same I, movie. I feel like we've had this discussion on Film Tech, but I just want to know. Yeah. Bit, um, yeah. Like, what's the what are what are like Mike Myers' greatest deal? Like, what what uh, where, where do you appreciate Mike Myers? Uh, Austin Powers, Wayne's World, Wayne's World. Okay, uh, right. yeah. How I met, how um, I killed your mom with an axe, or what's that called? Oh, so, so I married an axe m- m- murderer. Oh, that's yeah. really that's, good. That's one. so underappreciated, and yeah. you know he basically plays all of his SNL kind of like, oh, I'm the Scottish guy who's the yeah. star, I'm a grouch, and all that stuff. And, yeah. So um, not the cat in the hat then. All right, I got it. Yeah, not the cat in the hat, <laughs> not the love guru. But yeah, no, I would say his stuff on SNL was great. His uh, the non the, the Wayne's World stuff was great. The Austin Power. Well, I guess he didn't. Uh, Austin we never got thing. a we never got a video of the uh, the uh, and now it's time to dance. What is it? What's the what's the one? Oh, the Sprockets. Thing? Sprockets. Yeah. That's it. Did you ever get a Sprockets movie? No, we no. never did. We Too never bad. even got. Yeah, but I'm glad we didn't. <laughs> I think I think SNL learned their lesson about taking a character that has one joke and trying yeah, to build an entire yeah. movie around it. Uh, Stuart saves his family. Sure. Uh, oh yes. <laughs> Do you guys see the uh, what's that called? Uh, we all did. Bohemian Rhapsody was great, and he played that. Oh, record. he was great. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, and those those you know those kind of hidden roles for him that like the the Gong Show thing where people. Some people had no idea that that was uh, Mike Myers under all that makeup Dude, and doing the voice and stuff. But he that is, that is just a miracle that that little thing that that, <laughs> right. that show existed, or the fact that just, uh, it's just a it's just a miracle. Like, how do you get someone that famous <laughs> to yeah. to completely hide themselves and make up so well? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was awesome. I really it. liked him in that, mm-hmm. but um, mm-hmm. he's not in this, unfortunately. Might have fit well. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. He could have been. He could have been spleen. I mean, I'm not saying take Paul Rubens out, but I'm saying he could do like a weird stinky guy with a raspy voice. He, he also oh, could have been serious. Yeah. Um, Blue Raja actually with the voice. Again. Oh, now Blue Raja could be good. Yeah. Yeah, but but I think all of these people are so good in the things that they do. Hank Azaria, fantastic. Eddie Izzard, great character. Uh, oh, I loved Hank Eddie Izzard's character. We haven't talked about that yet. We haven't even so talked good. about Eddie Izzard and his disco 
disco, yeah, disco thug. Loved it. But which, uh, which they got again, a lot of improv in this, which is good, and I I think that plays well to it. Go ahead. Like the, is there okay? Go ahead. The disco henchman, yeah, like okay, okay. So Casanova Frankenstein needs uh, <laughs> henchman, right? Yeah. Like you have to have some henchmen, and so having them be disco henchmen is really really funny. <laughs> yeah, but right. it, it was a it was an ongoing joke that almost overstayed its welcome. And where it <laughs> where it almost went over the line is when they introduce all these other team gangs, because like I'm like, oh, you just took away from the joke. That you've right. been running the whole movie, you know? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They went too far. I agree with you on that. There was that that whole scene you guys mentioned earlier, that whole scene at the castle with all the different mobs coming together, really pointless. You know, just <laughs> all the henchmen in their different areas didn't work. So it didn't, you know, here's, a, here's a question. Can superhero movies, or I'm sorry, comic book-based movies that star comedians work? Is there an example oh, where so. like a like a stand-up comic uh, I mean, you can kind of say that um, uh, Ryan Reynolds is funny. I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily say Ari, he's a comedian. But even Suicide Squad didn't use like like uh, popular stand-up right. comedians of the time, right? There were funny point. people. But yeah. but then you know, here you've got people who are doing stand-up who are known for really funny things. The Mask, uh, Jim Carrey, kind of you know over the top in that one, and maybe to the movie's detriment. Mm. Um, uh, versions of the the tick that maybe didn't work as well or or things like no, that. No, that's a good point. I uh, this like this comedians distract from what what can make a comic book based movie good. And see, I think it's according to the source material. I mean, I certainly wouldn't want to see like Dane Cook as Iron Man. I mean, that wouldn't work, right? Mm-hmm. Right. In any in any form or fashion. Sure. But even yeah. like a, but even like a um a Blue Beetle. I know we've got a Blue Beetle coming. Yeah, Blue up. Beetle, that's like, a good one. But a character that is funny, do you still potentially take people out of the movie by putting somebody who you know as a comedian as the main character i kind of agree i think you need to hire i think you hire actors or cast actors who have a who have comedic talent but aren't necessarily raw perfect comedians and i think jim carrey actually bridges that gap a bit so does right jamie Mm -hmm. fox there's there's a list of people who you could say these guys that started in stand-up have have far exceeded their expectations. Yeah, Jim Carrey's uh, physical humor is way better than his stand-up. His stand-up is all right. I mean, your most stand-up your most stand-up actors in this thing are Janine Garofalo, as where she got her start, and Artie yeah. Lang as Red Eye, whatever he oh, was. Oh yeah, Artie yeah. Lang. Paul Rubens had a stand-up thing, The Groundlings. Oh, thing that's was, true. You know, yeah. He did his whole Pee Wee Herman live show. So I want to. That's right. I, I want to distinguish between comedians and comic actors, and yeah, and, okay. oh, Eddie is right too. Kind of like yeah. go there is the difference between Anchorman, right? Right. So like that's you know like Paul Rudd is a comic actor, Steve Carell is a comic actor, right? Right. David Koechner definitely a comic actor, but comic I can't. Actor. Yeah. I can't imagine. Go- Maybe I would see David Koechner on stage if he did stand up, but not. I don't think of him as a stand up. No, but think of Where, like uh, better examples like Pluto Nash, like Eddie Murphy. Uh, yeah, or, um, a comedian. yeah. Uh, Blank Man, uh, one of the Wayans guys. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Blank Man, I forgot about that. One of the Wayans brothers, but oh, like Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Like Caddyshack. That's a movie that's yeah, but it's not a comic book based movie. No, but I'm saying I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to come up with examples of a bunch of comics were in a movie. Oh, a Caddyshack, well, like wet a hot one. American summer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's a that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. By the way, Neil yep. Cuthbert, writer of Mystery Men, also wrote The Adventures of Pluto Nash. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. and Mask, right? Wasn't uh, oh, is he Mask? mask? Let's see. Uh, I think Neil Cuthbert. I got Hocus Pocus. Writers were Bob Burton. Uh, I got Pocus Pocus, uh, the Return of the Swamp thing. 
Oh, I actually uh, liked the Return of the Swamp thing, even though it's got ratings kind of low. I enjoyed that movie. Uh, uh, also, I didn't book. realize there was a Return of the Swamp thing. Yeah. <laughs> also, a comic book. Uh, yep. Pluto Nash killed his writing career. That was O two, yeah. and that's the end. Yeah, no more after that. That's a real shame. Because <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't really fault. The, I think the writing in this is actually okay, given what we hear about reshoots and rewrites. It's all right, but. I think there'll be tons of reshoots. I, I don't. I'm not sure about the reshoots and and rewrites and stuff because they they kind of came in with kind of a from what I understand kind of a loose script intentionally because they knew they had a lot of actors who were very good at improving and we saw a lot of improving. So I, I don't know how important. It's hard to tell how much other of it than was a solid structure. It's hard to tell how much of it was improv though. Like it wasn't obvious right. to me. I couldn't. And maybe that's because oh, so like all the Ben Stiller stuff. I definitely, I definitely know how Ben Stiller improvs. I could feel. Yeah. And it's more, and it's maybe less, I, I think of him less as an improv actor, but more of like a sketch, sketch comedy actor. Like right. the, I think of the Ben Stiller show, both for him and Garofalo. Yeah. Um, I think Paul Rubens is a real good improver too. So both yeah. those guys. So, you know, why does, why does uh, Suicide Squad, is it just James Gunn, but why does Suicide Squad work so well? When you have funny people, Nathan Fillion's funny, John Cena's funny. I see a lot of funny people here. Do you consider them to be comic actors, or do you consider them to be actors who happen to also be funny in addition to the other things that, that they do? And in John Cena's case, it's like a wrestler <laughs> who can actually act, who can actually do comedy. It's like a weird combination yeah. of those things. Yeah. But, so, but yeah, and I think James Gunn, I don't want to, I don't want to discount the power that is. Because there's so much of that movie that should have sucked, but he made it work. It's so much of Guardians that should suck, but he made it work. So I realize we can't clone the man, and I don't want to overstate his power, but he's made for shit like this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Taking yeah. something. I mean, Elba, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you make, right? You make Idris Elba kind of funny. You make uh, Sylvester Stallone actually funny. And. Yeah. Or hiring, uh, you know, Stallone who tried to be comedic in a lot of things and never really nailed it. And you make him King shark. It's brilliant. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, King shark. Some of that is just smart, you know, combination of smart casting, writing and directing. But I, you know, like if, if you would have said to me, Hey, they're doing a a mystery men remake over at DC, even though it's dark horse but whatever right, right. uh and james gunn's DH. directing and writing i would shit my pants i'd be so excited for this yeah so for sure. i'm gonna tell you that just to watch you shit your pants Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i'd be so stoked you would, you're like the spleen but like the colon yeah exactly the actual yeah, colon yeah. part of the spleen the yeah. spleen so okay since he just passed we should just at least talk about this I really did feel i was trying not to be biased about it because he just passed and i have a lot of strong feelings about my my time with Paul Rubens over the years. I love that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I really did think my favorite moments were moments with him and not just fart moments. That's not what I mean. Right. But like him having conversations with people, always trying to pick girls up and always getting shut down. He was cracking me up in this. Oh, me too. I but laughed at him three or four times. Up. No matter what he does, he cracks me up. And I was the same way because I don't like flatulence humor. I don't think it's funny when people fart. Furt. I don't know why some people think it's funny. Like, like you go in furt, and furt. you're laugh. in frog dance. Furt. That makes me laugh. But <laughs> no, furt, furt is a funny sound. Yeah, I don't yeah, find yeah. it humorous when somebody furts in real life in front of me and goes, oh, that's funny. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. no, it's I about, agree. To, it's yes, about to stink sure. like shit in here. And I don't appreciate <laughs> yeah. your humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I so, get it. In real life, it's a little tricky. But also in his case, I, I it just didn't seem... 
He was lo- kind of lovable. He's gross as hell, but there was something yeah, kind of... Lo- I was rooting for him, hardcore, and the only yeah. time he took me out of it is when he was yelling in Pee Wee voice. That was the only time. Yeah. <laughs> and it was so obvious, and they were kind of playing to it. right? Yeah. yeah, Hank Azaria does a Glavin at one point. He does. Um, when he sits oh, on the fork, he, I think. Yeah, Glavin. when he sat on the fork. And I got a video, or I have audio of it, and he did it on purpose. It's in the trivia, but it's just like, okay, we get it. You're doing Professor Frank from The Simpsons. We know you're a voice actor from The Simpsons. Yeah, uh, those kinds of things are a little like, okay, guys, that's a little, yeah, a little low, right? It's just like, it's just low hanging really fruit. Good. It's it's kind of like when you hear hear the Wilhelm scream. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. oh, which we hear in effort. this movie. I think there was an yeah, early so, yeah, Wilhelm. Yeah, yeah. You put you put zero effort into is what we're saying that. That feels disingenuous. Uh, that ball, by the way, her bowling ball was a skull, actual skull. Uh, oh, really? It was, an actual human skull? It was manufactured by a company okay. called Ebonite, and they make yeah, uh, they yeah. make less detailed versions of this thing. But um, well, I don't know if it was a. They don't say here if it was a real skull. She has the coolest character. The, Might be plastic. Uh, the, she has the coolest character in this in this yeah. movie. I mean, opinion. you know, the, the you find out why she is she does what she does, right? You know, the memory of her father. It's tropey as hell, but still it's yeah. like uh, uh, you get more of a backstory than why the shoveler is the shoveler, why Mr. Furious is Mr. Furious. Yeah, I but I would take a Blue Rajah shoveler spinoff buddy cop movie. I would watch oh, that. Oh, see, that, they were very strong. Together, yeah. I think they matched up it. real good. Sorry, Randy, you were yeah. about to. I, I What I love about the bowler in this movie is that they stick with her plot. They right. don't. They don't add or subtract anything from it. She is a woman who lost her father, and how has her father? <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and, and a bowling bag. Yeah, <laughs> and and that is that. They don't. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like they didn't yeah. try to, like the entirety of her character progression is her redemption via her father at the end, which you know is going to happen. Like that's the whole point. Yeah, right. they, you know they don't try to make someone fall in love with her they don't have you know what i'm saying they don't have her get like really hurt and then whatever it's just this real straightforward simple thing Mm -hmm. and it's and she's perfect for it i love janine garofalo's tone she's just great and everything i really like her a lot i wish i wish there was i don't know what she have we seen anything lately where it's like oh yeah she's still doing Uh, stuff she, she just she just appeared in an episode of aquafina Oh, okay. Yes, right. Right. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Which I would like Yeah. A lot of the, oh, she was in Billions. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Two She's episodes. Boy, that's the second something. time that's come up in a day. Somebody, uh, well, the real Chris Brown told me I need to watch Billions. Like, that's a okay. next show I need to binge watch, apparently. He says it's really good. I've heard, I love Giamatti. Heard, so, heard similar, yeah. I also like I that redhead guy from. Uh, oh, I didn't know she did a voice stepper there. Well, <laughs> who's the redhead guy from. Um, yeah, uh, Damian Lewis. That guy. I like him. Yeah. He's in Billions, I guess. Did anybody From watch Homeland. the second season of the Wet Hot American Summer Series? Uh, I did not. N- yes, actually. I did. Kim and I watched that whole thing. It was good. She was in that. Because um, I, re- I remember like we we watched the movie for Film Sack, and then a series came out on Netflix, and I started watching it, and I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. but then there was a second season and I'm like what if it got better i think it oh, did it, if i remember right i kind of like stump town too and i really wish that movie had a, a tv series had have had better chance do you watch stump town no 2019 2020 right this beginning of the pandemic oh yeah, no no yeah no that was good yeah um she's also in broad city which is excellent she's mm, she's doing all kinds of work oh yeah she's busy yeah she's got you stuff see her all on. the time she's always always some 
always here. Her Seinfeld moment is one of my favorite things ever. Because <laughs> yeah. Jerry was like, oh my gosh, I can't marry this version of myself. I can't do this. <laughs> anyway, um, check this out. Here's some trivia for you. Uh, this, is, this goes to Stiller's attitude on the set. Uh, according to Ben Stiller, in an interview with late night show host David Letterman in 1993, or late show rather, he and Greg Kinnear got in such a heated argument on the set that afterwards Stiller tried to be released from the film. Oh, that would be great. Oh. I didn't know oh, Kinnear yeah. was a, well, I don't know who was harder to deal with, but why would these oh, two? Ben Stiller was having a moment. There was a time for a moment yeah. with Ben Stiller. Yeah. Uh, it, I, maybe maybe just too much. He was, he was really Something about Mary was right before this, right? Like yeah, his star yeah. was huge on the rise. Yeah. That's he was true. doing a whole bunch of work. He needed a break, basically, is what the problem was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus his dad's Jerry Stiller, and he always upstaged. Oh, uh, he is son. so, God. Because he's, he's so good. Every time. Speaking of Seinfeld. Um, ben Stiller, of course, the producer, uh, co-writer, and showrunner for the excellent uh, Severance show on Apple TV+. Plus. If you've never seen that, people at home, you're insane. You must watch this. It's not even a comedy. Don't go in expecting a Ben Stiller comedy. Go in expecting one of the coolest mind Fs in the history of television. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> so good. Brian, did you ever you watch were... it? Did you ever see it a bit? No, huh? Severance? <laughs> You you read, you've never seen Severance? Oh, Severance. Yes, I've seen Severance. Oh, okay. Sheesh. Yes. I'm going to lose my shit here for a second. <laughs> we noticed. I, sw- really I could have sworn really that you had seen that. It's funny, actually. Because we were right. talking about John Turturro and everybody in it, and you yeah, were loving it. for walking, and yep. No, I've totally seen Severance. I thought I was going out of my mind. I, I thought the show. I thought the showrunner nope. was uh, Dan Erickson. There, it's a co-deal, but Ben Stiller's big time involved or big time in charge. Yeah. Um, where is it here? He is uh, where is it? Producer, uh, producer Severance, yeah, executive producer, stuff. writer. Yeah, uh, directed a bunch right of episodes. Front, you start to watch these, like yeah. yeah, yeah. He directed a bunch of it. Anyway, like, Severance is so uh, good. Farrell and a lot of Will Farrell and a lot of stuff that he produces. You get him like at the very beginning, and you think that his involvement is way more yeah. than it really is. Yeah. Well, and he's clearly been close to Janine Garofalo like their entire careers. Yeah. Like yeah. Ben Stiller yeah. gets credited with discovering Janine Garofalo, which I always laugh at because like she was a pretty successful stand-up comedian before yeah, yeah. before yeah, he, he brought her into discovered the movie her. <laughs> right. Oh, here's yeah. something crazy. He directed. Is this every episode? He directed not every. Almost all the episodes of Severance are directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got more involvement than I thought he did. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's thought he was just like money behind the scenes kind of guy. But uh, no, he's apparently a big, big money. Look at money over here. Uh, Ricky Jay's character. I'll play this audio later. But he tells Captain Amazing, "I'm a publicist, not a magician," which is a hey, nod to his magicianry. Well-known magician. Yeah. Uh, is there any more of that that's interesting? Let's see. There's a. Um, I didn't feel like we got enough follow up on the whole Pepsi thing either, because at one point in time he <laughs> oh. rips the Pepsi thing off, yeah. and they and then never he's got it back on his shoulder got it later. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Apparently Pepsi waffled that, that night. Yeah. I guess yeah. I don't know. Pepsi was like, yeah. "Oh no, no, we'll, we'll keep doing it. We'll stay. We'll stay with him." I don't know what they did. The waffler. <laughs> Isn't that a term? You, somebody waffles on something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's yeah, yeah no, I was we'll like, referring to the Dane Cook character, the waffler. Oh, I get it. Pepsi waffles. I'd eat those. I'll try that. <laughs> um, 
let's see. Uh, Shoveler's first outfit was better than his second one. I think he got worse gear as, as he leveled up. <laughs> after, the, after the costume. Uh, yeah. Yeah. After, after he had to make his own uh, costume. Yeah. Because his, his kid needed his, uh, his, his, his uniform back, right? He was wearing part of his kid's. Uh, <laughs> I, totally, I totally yeah, get all the motivations. I'm just saying use yeah. your, cosm- or your uh, transmog machine and. Right. Go back to your first outfit because that your leveled up outfit <laughs> but, just looked like shit. That wasn't great. But I, I will say that the goggles really helped a lot with Invisible Man's character or Vis- Invisible Boy. That that really did. <laughs> oh, good. the aviator. Yeah, yeah, the aviator. Yeah, yeah it's really so unnecessary. But yeah. <laughs> well, they made it so Chain that he could, they made it so that he couldn't see himself. That was the most important. Yeah, thing. yeah. So he yeah. had to be blinded to even his own body. And then oh, gotcha. Right. Okay. Well, didn't he make a reference to the the superior characters that he that he played in Keenan and Kel? Uh, oh, I don't know. Well, did he? This. I thought I caught, I've never I thought seen, I caught that. Uh, I haven't even seen Good Burger, uh, Brian. Oh, wow. Yeah, that, you should definitely watch. Good well, Burger 2 coming. I enjoy G- Good Burger. You, I hope you enjoy I love Good Burger. I won't lie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good Burger 2 is being made. Right. Let's see. Where is that? I'm he so does a, glad that he does Keenan mostly Keller voice able to get work, back though. together and do some stuff. Uh, yeah. I love the, the reveal of that was on SNL, too. Like, they had uh, uh, Kel Mitchell show up in a... Yeah. Good Burger sketch with Keenan. Yeah, yeah. Right. He does a ton of yeah. voice work now. That's kind of his thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Tons of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's not really in things, but I guess Good Burger too. He'll be in things. He'll be in the things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that you know, look. If you're part of a, I always think about this. You're part of a comedy duo of any kind. Let's say Cheech yeah. Marin and Tommy Chong. Yeah. Cheech right. Marin had a way bigger career than Tommy oh. Chong did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In this case. Uh, uh, the other one, or Keegan, has the bigger career, right? The the way right, bigger right. career. This always seems to happen. Uh, Paul Simon and, and Art Garfunkel. Like, no one remembers <laughs> Art Garfunkel. That must be such a bummer. George Michael and Andrew Richards. Or even, yeah. didn't you yeah. watch, I think you, maybe it was Ibit. Somebody just watched the new, the Wham! documentary. I'm about to, yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but it is, it is. Wham! Very shortly coming up, because we're going to watch it for soundography and talk about it. That's but, right. Um, I think I think you'd mentioned you were going to do it for the yeah. show. And it's like, that's another example of like, man, George Michael went much further than dude. Yeah. What's the other guy? There, yeah. there are a yeah. couple of comedy duos, though, that they both like hit like Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Key and Pill is a good example. It's a different kind of career, but they're both yeah. doing yeah, and, fine. And I think maybe part of the key is, and no pun intended, <laughs> is you continue <laughs> to do stuff. Like you don't just say, all right, well, I'm, my star is on the rise. See ya. It's like uh, Key and Peel still uh, may make an appearance somewhere together. Tina Fey and right, uh, right. Amy Poehler, much better example. Constantly still doing stuff with each other and, and oh, yeah, keeping each cool. other's stars both rising. Uh, yeah, that's a that's others. a really good one. There's some rumor floating around that when um, uh, uh, what's his name at Lauren Michaels quits, it's gonna be yeah, yeah. She's the heir apparent. He's gonna knight her and put her in there. I could see uh, that. Speaking of Chris Brown, he said, "Do you know who they're looking at to replace Lauren Michaels?" And my first thought, my first answer was Tina Fey. And he says, per- "Yeah, exactly." Oh, Before yeah. I even heard the rumors, it, it makes which, sense, right? She's just perfect totally. for it. She, she wants. She it. knows. She knows that kind of comedy so well that, yeah been a writer been a featured performer all that a stuff. huge success after like she's been through the whole ringer that is snl like from top she has, to bottom even a parody of snl yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. no you're right yeah. <laughs> that's good yeah. practice but you, you learn a lot of uh, stuff by doing a parody of something it's just sure. funny to think that one day there'll be some there'll be an snl where she's as old as lauren michaels and people oh, are wow. doing impressions oh. of her voice <laughs> You know, what is this? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. We were talking about com- comedy teams, and we don't really think of a real tight 
work group with uh, Ben Ben Stiller and Garofalo, but they've they've written a book together apparently. Oh, uh, feel this book. Yeah, that wouldn't yeah, and they've 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 they've, 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 they've talked about doing some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> me either. I didn't even know if it existed. I so. mean, he directed yeah. uh, day not Days and Confused, the other one that Brian brought up. Um, the the uh, one what hot America? Oh, no, no uh, uh, the one with the. Uh, uh, I can't think of names today. Why? Uh, um, Fiona Apple. Uh, Fiona Apple. Perfect. What's her name? Was, I can't think of it. I don't know. Fiona. I'm going with Fiona Apple. I think that is your final answer. Uh, I'll just look up Beetlejuice. Could you reveal the answers on the board, please? Yeah. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Here it is. Uh, uh, oh my gosh. What is wrong with me? Her name yeah, is Winona Ryder. Good Lord. Winona Ryder. Oh. God. Yeah, uh, but we've said so many names today, man. You give yourself a break. But give what's that early break, 90s one or mid 90s one that was. No, and it's with Garofalo in it. Um, oh, they start together. You're saying? Is that no, what you're saying? I'm saying. That oh, oh, oh! I was just saying, like uh, the truth about cats and dogs, or the um, one before that. Reality, reality bites. Reality bites. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That was. Oh, that's okay. right. That was directed by Stiller, and he played the boyfriend of uh, like some uh, douchey musician boyfriend. Or no, I'm right. confusing that with the truth about Jane or something. Yep. You but know, I watched. I, yeah. That's I've the just one. been watching, uh, rewatching Friends again, and I just happened to after I watched the Mystery Man, they had uh, Ben Stiller's cameo on uh, on Friends, where he plays something very similar to to, to the Furious character. He's he's mm. like a bad boyfriend, just gets just blows up. And who's whose boyfriend? Mr. Doo Doo Head. Uh, is is it uh, Courtney is, Cox? Is it, Dayton, right? is, it, is it Courtney Cox? I, I just walked through. They were Monica. They were, not to Monica. 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 Uh, how are you Thanks. enjoying your watch through of Friends for the 400th time? How's well, I'm not watching it necessarily <laughs> as much as it is on the background, and I yeah. occasionally walk through and, and I, you know, quote the exact same line because they're burnt into my brain. Yeah, so that's how I see it. If you want to have your mind, yeah. If you want to have your mind blown, go watch, uh, and I'll find the exact exact episode. But in season one of Taxi. Uh, oh wow! There's a there's a there's a character that's that's there the entire first season and then just disappears. He's like this uh, this rube fresh off the boat Midwest, you know, steak and potatoes guy named John uh, Burns, I think. Okay. And he's a cabbie that, or he's a he's a guy that uh, Alex picks up somehow comes back to the the uh, Sunshine Cab Company in the first episode and becomes a cab right. driver because he's got nothing else going on and then <laughs> he's there for the whole first season. Um, one of the one of the episodes is uh, about him and his girlfriend becoming his wife, and they go to their apartment, wow. and his apartment <laughs> is um, the Monica and uh, oh, really? apartment from Friends with that big angled plate glass window with you know the Weird. bedrooms on the side. That's I saw great. this and was like, oh my god, the kitchen on the same side. It's it's mind blowing. Like you that kind of stuff. I love stuff like that. I when I first yeah. heard that the Fraser apartment uh, and coffee shop are just two ends of the same exact set that was Cheers. <laughs> right. It's just wow. like, so what? Oh, my gosh. I can tell. So then when you think about it positionally, you can kind of see, well, that's where that's where Norm would sit, but now that's the end of their apartment facing, you know, like you can kind of situate. I'd love that kind of crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. When Taxi was around, Andy Kaufman's character in that, I knew nothing about Andy Kaufman at that time. And so it's just so weird that my experience with his whole mm. character, his, his whole, my whole experience with him in general, I didn't even realize it's like probably the eighties before I found out his other comedic stuff. It was just weird. Oh yeah. No, he's dude. 
that I had no idea when I was a kid. Like I just, in fact, I thought that was yeah. somebody's real yeah. accent. I didn't know. I did too. I thought <laughs> it was really him. It yeah. blew my mind when I found out it wasn't that. Yeah, and then I would see like an episode of Letterman or something, and he'd come on there, and I'd be like, "Who is this? Like, this was not right. our weird avant-garde comedian, but he kind of became that for a, two generations. Like, yeah. right? He crossed speaking over. Of, speaking of, I have to, I have to issue my. Would you just let somebody do their native accent? About mystery event. Oh my God! Just let Eddie Izzard talk like Eddie Izzard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't talk Matthew. a lot, so it was kind of surprising yeah. that they even felt that necessary. Yeah, yeah. it's a, so so. He is full. Uh, he has gone trans woman this year, um, mm-hmm. and his new name is Susie. Susie Izzard is that it? I think yes. it is Susie Izzard. Right now, normally yes, IMDb is usually pretty quick on this, and they they swap yeah. stuff around. But he's still just Eddie Izzard in here with an old photo. I don't know if yeah. that's just not a priority or whatever, but. Anyway, I've he's one of those he and now she is one of those people that every time they do anything, I get more excited about what I'm watching because I think they're brilliant. Here's my only problem with this one. I think you're right about the accent. That's a problem. They should have let them just be British. Um, but also, well, we've said this, but get rid of all the other theme stuff and let these disco guys have a bigger role. Like then yeah. let them actually be bigger yeah. henchmen. Yeah. And I, I think that would have helped the movie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand the mob boss thing that they needed to bring in. Although I didn't, I didn't get mm-hmm. that. I was trying to figure out if it was like a nod to the. I didn't read the comic, you know, like a lot. So you know, I don't know. Yeah. And, and they're, by they're the way, so quickly dispatched that they're they're completely unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. they don't feel needed at all. I mm-hmm. I understand, by the way, that everybody's got their own thing. That you you have your own idea of who you are and like even what your name is. Oh, right. But I mean, Edie Izzard was right there. Why didn't he? Right. Go, why didn't? <laughs> why didn't they go just? Yeah. Why didn't he just go? Yeah, super close. Well, yeah. you know, why didn't why didn't Ellen Page become Alan Page? I mean, you know, oh, you, yeah, 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 that's right yeah. there. That's name, a good the one. Name you want? Yeah, the name you want. See, this just really be this that is, close to the name right, you want. right. This is all goes back to uh, to the, the human nature to want to name things cleverly, right? That's the yeah. I, yeah, that's that's where this whole movie Mystery Men comes from. Is that you know the the comic creator want, thinking of what would be a silly name and then would be a super silly power to put with them, and so mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, can't help it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and that I mean, the scene that everybody remembers from the movie is the tryouts where so Mm -hmm. many low rent, useless people come through. (laughs) We Uh, even talk about uh, we talked about Dan Cook. We mentioned Doug Jones. uh, Yeah, that's right. Doug Jones was there. Oh yeah, Doug Jones. Full. And uh, I thought I had to look because I thought Son of Pencil had looked so much like Doug Jones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. But he's not. He's a completely different actor. Is he not? The, oh, okay. That no. makes sense. But I mean, it would be so easy for me to say, can I bring my son? Is there a role for him? Yeah, we'll make him son of pencil head. Bah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to give you some of the others because they go so fast. And some yeah. of them are named in the cast, but maybe not. They some don't even get a line. Fast enough. Mm. Right? Yeah. So Baller- ballerina. <laughs> yeah. So there's Super Vac Man with the, with the shop vac. Yeah. There's yeah. Mr. Pups. I don't remember Mr. Pups at all. Uh, you named uh, Waffler. Uh, there's uh, Vince Maloki is the mailman. Uh, he's got mail, I guess, to throw or drop or something. <laughs> uh, Dana Gould, Squeegee Man, is probably the most prominent. Oh, here. Dana yeah. Gould is. We just talked about him yeah. on a Gex episode of Play Retro, Dunaway. Yeah. Yep, yeah. just right there. Yeah, Co- comedian who went on to mostly be wait, wait, don't tell me guy. So. That's right. Yeah, then, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is fine. Uh, it's fine. We have this is fine. I mean, I got we have uh, <laughs> we have Gabriel Conforti as PMS Avenger, which yeah. I just feel like that's something else. I don't know why, but PMS Avenger just rings a bell for me, and I can't. 
I can't place it. Post menstrual mm-hmm. s- syndrome, uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or uh, premenstrual syndrome. Oh, pre. There you go. There you go. So I don't on, know what stuff means. On, before, after, yeah, that's before still, after. What's the difference? Um, the t shirt. The t shirt is a month. Is yeah. such a dumb joke. Yeah, that's it is such a dumb joke. But I kind of laugh. The t shirt yeah. that, uh, or not shirt, but the the insignia that Doug Jones was wearing actually said just PM. So right. the theory is that he was actually only called Pencil Man before yeah. they decided on the fly or otherwise to call him Eraserhead Man or whatever heck. What was it? But they call him Pencilhead. 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 That's Pencilhead. what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been PH. What, but anyway. What a uh, sad opportunity that, you know, Ben Stiller's show and all these people came from, or a lot of those people, those actors made appearances on that. But you didn't get Bob Odenkirk or David Cross, who were apparently big on the Ben Stiller show as right, uh, right. side characters, both of which would have been, would have been great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. There's actually that's the other thing is if I was to cast this now, I got ideas, man. Mm-hmm. I, I think you could put Bill Hader in here somewhere. Oh, Bill Hader's um, a great pick, right? Even though stand-up comic, but still he crosses over. Barry, yeah. yeah, yeah, Barry definitely shows that he can he can edge just a little bit of that humor into something. And make I, it I agree. Him. Even movies that are mostly comedies, like uh, what's the one with Jesse Eisenberg where they run a theme park. Forgot the name of that. Oh, uh, Adventureland. Adventureland, I think. Is yeah. that it? Mm-hmm. He was he was really good in that as a not necessarily 100 percent comedic mm-hmm. role. Yeah, like I he'd be great. There's so many that would be great. Uh, so I'm just saying, James Gunn. After you're I'm done with the saying. Superman thing, and then whatever you got on your plate, maybe just do a one off for Dark Horse. Throw a bone to the indie <laughs> comics world and do that. Do a new Mystery Men. All right. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Couple, couple other bits of stunt casting in here. Uh, we have Artie Lang at the very beginning yep. as the heavy that busts into the old folks' home. Yeah. Um, CeeLo Green yeah. is, CeeLo is, is one of yeah. the one He's of the not. rappers. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. then the uh, mob, <laughs> the and then, mob, whatever they're called. Yeah. And then if you just look closely at all the disco girls, one of them is Jody Watley. Oh, oh no really? Way. Oh, that's funny. Weird. That's weird. Uh, speaking of the old folks home, uh, that was the moment of uh, what I think was what grossed Scott out the most, which was actually pulling out a, a man's false teeth and and somebody else having to pull oh, yeah. old said saliva covered false teeth. Hey, Bri- hey, Brian, let me just tell you. That hey, is 100% Brian. it right ding, 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 there. Ding. Right off the bat, like in the first two minutes of the movie, we get what gross got out the Yeah, most. that gross. I thought I was going to say, you know, in the end, I was like, well, maybe it's Paul Rubin's face. It's spleen related. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but that did it. The Paul Rubin yeah. zits are gross. So the zits on his face, really good yeah. practical yeah. effects. Very believable looking zits. Yeah, it just made me want to reach to that screen and like put on a pair of gloves and squeeze that shit out and get him out of here. <laughs> Get him out gross. Of now that it, grossed me out the most. Just now, <laughs> I I know it. I know it didn't have like a real effect, but it was very gross how they did away with uh, Greg Kinnear. Like oh yeah, like the oh like yeah, the, <laughs> turning him yeah. into this this burned body, and then Janine Garofalo comes and just like breaks his hand off. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, I don't uh, think he's gonna pull through this. <laughs> yeah, I think that was Ben Stiller's influence. Geez, he will. He wanted everything to be very like visual, <laughs> like shocking. Mm. Have you ever seen something about Mary when the Franks get above the earth the beans get oh, above yeah. the Franks? Oh, yeah, 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 I didn't yeah, think yeah. they were going to show it. It's like, oh, they're not going to show it. That's less of a Ben Stiller thing and for sure more of a Farrelly Brothers. Oh, thing. hell True yeah. Story. True story. Freaking yeah. Farrelly's, man. Those guys were There's in their, in their heyday. They were willing to go there. You know? Yeah. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right. Well, I think we can do some, uh, we can do some clips. clips. Yeah. I will say this right before I play these clips and that's this. Jeffrey Rush really held on to her boobs while he was dragging her around. Uh, What's her name? (laughs) Carly Fioni or whatever his name her name is. What is it? Uh, Claire Filoni. Uh, yeah, he just I don't you you'd have to see the scene again. I almost cast yes, it, right, but where he's, he's just exactly holding her where boobs. he's uh, threatening uh, Mr. Furious uh, yep. at the end there, and he is he is absolutely topping the field. Just cr- mm-hmm. just totally is, yeah. and I don't know if yeah. everyone's cool with it. Is Jeffrey Rush <laughs> being weird? Like I don't know. I don't know who to blame I, there for that. You know, I like Claire Forlani so much that I, like I have spent years trying oh, yeah. to trying to slip uh, meet Joe Black and yeah, film yeah. Set. Oh, she's so she's so. Eh, what's the word? She's just so. I she you can't stop she's watching. A very believable. You can't yeah, stop. You can't stop watching. Looking, a compelling looking actress and uh, very believable. Yeah, Although she always Authentic. seems to be working at the diner when she needs to be working at the yeah. diner when they're there. She's always seems to be at home when Ben Stiller needs her to be home. <laughs> yep. Yep. And she is still really nice. still beautiful. She's like 51 or something. Just gorgeous. We we have only seen her in one other film sack movie, well, and that was The Rock. Oh, did oh. we never see in The Name of the King, the Dungeon Siege movie? Oh, we have not done that yet. We oh, need to put that on list. I'm fine with Meet Joe Black because I've never seen it. But isn't oh, it like three hours long? It's pretty it long. That's it's a the very problem. Long, it's yeah. a very long movie. That's it's pretty very long. slow. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah, she's great, though. Really like her. I had a major crush back in the day on her. I've gotten over it. I'm fine now. I've gotten over it. <laughs> over have it. you? Yeah, I mostly have a crush on this cleric in uh, Baldur's Gate Three. If I'm honest, oh, well, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not Who even doesn't? a real person. Yeah, something about her voice. <laughs> She's very resistant to my my wiles. You know all that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's play some clips. This is uh, first one we're going to play. This is the shovel uh, doing his thing. You might just as well shovel it in. They're doing his doing his one liners. You know. Yeah. Uh, Which is what this whole very beginning of the movie is nothing but one liners, right? That whole opening scene with the with the red eyes. Yeah. Is it red eyes or red goggles? I can't red eyes, I think. The red eyes. The gang. Yeah. yeah. It was a dumb thing. Yeah. Like why call them yeah. red eyes? Although I didn't quite <laughs> understand either because it was like a club for old people, but then they kept calling it the <laughs> retirement home or something. So I was like Okay, I think it's because Artie yeah. Lang's eyes are all red from all the drugs he was doing. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, here's the so, uh, here's this one, R- Ricky J with his little joke. Look, I'm a publicist, not a magician. Oh, I guess a, wow, that that's 
probably the best joke in the movie. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's an amazing, amazing joke. joke. It's not bad. Um, it's not bad. All right, I wrote, this sounds dumb, so let's see what I meant. We now commence the 17th parole hearing of Casanova Frankenstein. Oh, that's why. It just sounds so dumb. That name. I mean, I love the name, but to hear any serious person, it's kind of like my jury duty thing. My my letter for jury duty says... you're going to want to, you know, it's all this legalese, like, well, you'll, you'll do this, and it's an honor to do this and all this. So make sure you fill out our survey monkey link that we yeah. sent you. It's like, <laughs> survey monkey? Hello. Yeah. Complete so, our straw poll and click the link yeah. if you'd like to create your own straw poll. Yeah, it was real weird. For this email. Really weird. I wish, I wish Greg Kinnear had had more of a disguise in, in IRL. Mm, I, I don't right. know. There's just something about, like, the character didn't look different at all. And I know that's the joke that where they're like, well, no, that can't be the same guy. Captain Amazing is. Amazing. Oh, I see. But, He's talking about the disguise, right? The the Chad, whatever he's supposed to be. Yeah, I just wish I don't know it. It the joke didn't work for me because it was so blatant. You know, the, the, but they do like the joke that Ben Stiller is the only person who just feels like it's obvious. Well, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He glasses yeah. off, and then and you know Macy's arguing. But if he takes the glasses off, he can't see. It just doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> it shows you his cynicism versus everybody else's yeah. optimism, yeah. right? That yeah. I that I I did kind of like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's a testament to the actor more. Uh, here's the blue Rajah doing his thing. Oh, oh, I get it. So your shovel in his face is my face. You threw a spoon at the guy, Jeff. Yeah, what was up with that? Jeff. I, I, I thought it was a fork. You're the master of cutlery. You can't throw a knife sometimes. No, I can't. Oh, oh, you, you can't uh, use a rake sometimes? No, I'm the shovel. <laughs> well, I'm the blue Rajah. I'm not stab man. I'm not knifey boy. I'm the blue Rajah. <laughs> I would like stab man, though. Stab man is brilliant. Is there, I, I'm sure there've been, you know, little slide in one uh, minute appearances of characters on the Simpsons where he gets to do that voice, but there's right. no regular character on the Simpsons where he gets to do that fantastic voice. No, this and this and the birdcage, I think are the two accents you never hear him oh, do on the yeah. Simpsons. Okay. But then yeah. we all heard when he, he's uh, also a different voice in this movie, right? Well, when he's his yeah, regular he's just voice. Yeah. No one, Hank well, Azaria no. has has two roles in this movie. Yeah, he has himself. That's basically no, just his voice. He's though. Blue Raja, yeah. and then at some point in the movie, he is like on the radio, or uh, oh yeah, like an off off scene TV voice. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Saying, oh, really? There's yeah, like a reporter voice or something. Yes. That yeah. with him? Bizarre, because suddenly the Simpsons is coming through into <laughs> Mystery Men. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird, because like uh, he doesn't even do Kent Brockman. He does uh, no. That's that's uh, what's his face, uh, David Smalls from Spinal Tap. Uh, uh, what's his face? Harry Shearer, yeah. Harry Shearer. Yeah. I don't know really why I'm remembering all their names, but whatever. It's weird. <laughs> My brain is not working right. Uh, here's a Superman. Here's your Superman joke. Lance Hunt wears glasses. Captain Amazing doesn't wear glasses. He takes them off when he transforms. That doesn't make any sense. He wouldn't be able to see. It's pretty good. Again, yeah, it's, awesome. it's him you got to give the credit to, right? Yeah. It's it's all about the shoveler there. It is. It, it, Macy's Macy might be my favorite cast like uh casting choice in this because yeah, he's funny so but doesn't have to be funny. Yeah. I'm in the mood for more of him right now as as a result of this movie. 
Here is a fork joke, or his little fork back and forth. So ever seeing as it's your first night and all, I suppose I'll fork give you if you fork get. I like that. It's pretty great. The good the good place has ruined me for the word fork. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Yeah, you'll never think of it the same. Yeah. All right, you shovel real good, says mom. Oh, but this is in our intro, but I'll play it again. You shovel better than any man I've ever known. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I shovel, I shovel very well. Um, all right, so I didn't know this when I first heard this, um, but I got a, I got an audio. It was in a wave format from your mom, Brian. Mm. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. It was in a WGA format, and I had to convert it. Oh, oh my God! Writers Guild of America format? Yeah, no. What is the, what's the one that Microsoft used to do? W, WMA, the Windows WMA. Media. Yeah, let's say that. Yeah, because yeah. those suck. <laughs> that's like WebP format. That's going strike. Web. Anyway, your mom sent this over. She didn't know what to do with it, so I converted it. And boy, I didn't realize this. It's labeled uh, the three things Brian's Brian's three rules for his prom date. All right. So okay. they had to adhere to these rules, apparently. Uh, and I'll just play it. Here you go. One, always knock. Two, don't sniff around outside my door. Three, do not interrogate me. Okay. Yeah, that seems yeah. harsh. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. Seemed a little harsh. Well, had rules. What role does he play when he's... He plays like a... Hank, is there a, He plays like a, a beach bum in one movie where he's like super buff and ripped... And he's like oh, he's like oh. a trainer or something, and he's like stealing somebody's wife. I feel like it's also yeah, a horror movie. Right. What is? I was uh, oh, I was excited to see the. It's not the idol. He he's so in the idol. This new thing. I I really hated it. I watched the half the first episode and gave up. Right, that's <laughs> yeah. how much I hated it. But it was them trying to do another Euphoria. Yeah, right? and it's like, even like the Euphoria kind of, showrunner or something like that. So they were trying to do that again. But it's just really awful. And um, but Hank Azaria is her manager in it, and he does this really weird like Armenian accent. And he's really fantastic, but I was so annoyed. But let's see what you're Polly. thinking of. Is it Along no, Came Polly? Along Came Polly, right. also a Ben Stiller yeah. movie with, yeah. with Hank. Yeah. Uh, I always think of uh, his his dog walker on uh, Mad About You. Yeah. And, really good. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've seen it before. On, is, is Godzilla the only other Hank Azaria thing? No, he's, he, gets, uh, he gets really shook down by um, the cops in the movie Heat. Which we said. Oh, okay. He's just he's just this guy who falls in love with one of the characters' wives, and (laughs) he get oh my goodness, he has to just like sweat that movie. Wow. Well, I'll I'll tell you, and I've said this on TMS as a recommendal, and I keep bringing it up. But if you have not seen the um, the movie that talks about the history of the formation of Uber and Lyft. Uh, starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's called Super Pumped. It's a horrible name. Oh. But Hank Azaria plays Apple's Tim Cook. And oh, no way, dude. Yes. So and weird. Fantastic. Yes. That's hard for me to see. I need to see it. To you need it to out. see it. It's it's a three, four episodes. It's really, you know, it's a short series, if I remember correctly. But it's, it's fascinating. And uh, how Joseph Gordon-Levitt can play such a hateful character is... Uh, <laughs> Uh, is is surprising for I'm being such a seemingly lovable guy. I just found something very shocking. I didn't know he was the voice of Harold Zoid, Zoid. Uh, Zoidberg's uncle on Futurama. Oh, that really? old episode oh, really? from like okay. 2001. It's a fantastic episode. I huh. didn't know he did that. Yeah, uh, he's in all sorts of crossovers here. 
He's super Nintendo. He's super Nintendo Chalmers and a Family oh, Guy crossover. Super Nintendo Chalmers. Yeah, as a crossover. He did a bunch of crossovers. Uh, anyway, this guy's great. We love him. Mm-hmm, Nothing wrong sure. with him. Uh, let's see. Uh, where were we? Here we are. How about this one? Are you in the marijuana? This is Mon's mom. Are you in the marijuana? Oh, are you in the marijuana? <laughs> Here's uh, his glavin sit on the fork exclamation. Glavin. Yeah. Glavin. Oh, really did. I totally. Yeah. Well, kind totally of annoys me. That. That's Tarzan in Jedi for me a little bit. Yeah. 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 You, know, you don't have to do that. I don't know why they did. Uh, you'd let's see. Knew you'd know. Oh, this is good. I think this is the only Kinnear uh, audio I have. I knew you'd know. I'd know you knew. There you go. Least uh, favorite joke. Like that yeah, is such the worst a- joke. So hacked. Uh, yep. yeah. Oh, okay. I got, but I, I can go under that. The, the joke where they see something really sexy and Ben Stiller has to oh, say, Oh, my pants are shrinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Feels like my pants are shrinking. Oh, when they're watching the women fight, yeah, the, the Wonder Woman, yeah. yeah, the fight of the Wonder Woman. And Hank Azari, they, they, they imply that the Blue Raja is, uh, uh not straight. Right, because he keeps every time something comes up like that, he like looks away or a little you know. bit. It was subtle, yeah. but yeah, or yes. maybe he's very pure or something because he still lives with that's, his mom or something. Kind of what I got, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I the more the further <laughs> his I got, mom was Louise Lasser from Mary Hartman. Mary oh, Hartman, what? Yeah. What? Yes. Really? Wow. Yes. Are you in the marijuana? That's great. You in yeah. marijuana? Here's a weird old lady. It's oh, 925. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I forgot Good about that. Part. Yeah. yeah. Brian, oh, you're Dunaway. You're a fan of like uh no one doesn't oh, have a friend. Exactly. That kind of yeah. like I want to have a friend. I love that I kind love of shit. Those kind of, those characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're this is one of those for sure. Because she's so lady. There's something about Mary, the next door neighbor with the leather leather skin. Yeah. Uh here's a name I liked. Princess Headbutt. Princess Headbutt. Princess Headbutt. That's a great name. Pretty good. Yeah. I wanted to know what her powers were. I guess yeah. she headbutts really good. Uh, Pee Wee shows up. Here's the spleen. Here you go. Hey, you fellas. We're down in Swedish looking for superheroes. I don't even like, I don't like that spitty you voice. Don't like it. You don't like the yeah. list? No, list I hate it. Spitty? I really do hate it. Like, what? what's the Leguizamo thing in Ice Age? That voice of the sloth. Oh, character. yeah. the same thing. Yeah, I hate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. I just don't like that. I like because you I, don't want to be directly in front of them when they're doing that voice. Well, sorry, spray. Yeah, <laughs> spray all over it's you. just really annoying. All right, smelling it and delting it. Here's this. Because I smelt it, she decreed I would forevermore be he who dealt it. <laughs> I actually <laughs> like you when you went the high. Pee-wee in my spleen. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That was pretty good. All right, here's Dane Cook. Before everyone hated his guts, but also he was never very good. <laughs> And by the way, as far as I know, no one hates Dane Cook because he did something terrible. I think most people no, no, hate it, him because he's just bad. It's just well, that, I don't think he's yeah. bad. He's just an annoying and abrasive, right? That's the whole idea. I just don't think but he's funny. Stick, like, right? like, like, you know. His comedy isn't funny. It's funny because he runs around the stage doing goofy poses. He yells at you. He yells at you a lot. That's that's the yeah. comedy, which is fine. Yeah. It's that's fine, it, but it only has a certain shelf life, I think, and that's yeah. what we're seeing yeah. now, because he used to sell out uh, stadiums. He doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. I don't think he no. sells out anything now. Well, no, he, he got ripped off by his brother. Oh, well, that'll his, happen. His brother went to oh, prison good. for mismanaging Dan oh. Cook's uh, oh. affairs. What's his name? See? Lane Cook? or uh, uh, Lame Cook? Lame <laughs> Cook. <laughs> Anyway, here's Dane Cook before uh, before all that. All right, state your name and power. 
I am the waffler. With my griddle of justice, I bash the enemy in the head, or I burn them like so. Oh, don't do that. Okay, I will say he was pretty good in that Steve Carell dra- family drama called. Oh right, uh, the the one. Um, oh, help me, Brian. What is that called? Yeah. The one where, where Steve Carell sings uh, Let My Love Open the Door by uh, Pete Townsend. And it's oh, a, Dan in Real Life. Movie. It's Dan in Real Dan Life. Dan in Real oh, Life. Oh, yeah. yeah. That movie is great. I love that movie. It's really good. He's, he's just a dude. He's not being yeah. funny, Dane Cook. He's just being. Not trying too hard, Dane Cook. How about he's that? Dane Cook. Yeah. This I, is I actually movie. liked him in Shorties Watching Shorties. I used to enjoy when they would do his little skits and stuff. It, and you know he he does this thing that we saw in Mystery Men re- repeatedly. Like he's in the movie Waiting, the Ryan Reynolds movie Waiting, and he's just got a bit role. His job is to be funny, you know, yeah, right, yeah. right, and it's fine. I don't remember it's fine. if I, I fine. ever see Waiting. Was Waiting good? Uh, oh, I love that movie so. It's so funny. Mm. Never seen uh, Waiting. Employee of the month. Good luck. Employee Chuck. of the month. Yeah, uh, my best friend's girl. I yeah. think I've just seen 20 minutes of Dane Cook's stand-up, and that was enough. That's all that you need. That's enough for yeah. you. All you needed. That's oh, my gosh. This movie, Luis Guzman, Anna Faris, Justin Long. Which John was that, Francis Waiting? Daly. Yeah, I've never it's seen okay. this. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. It's probably a better one of all of those. It's like it's a just, restaurant deal? Is that the yeah, thing? it's yeah. the waiters, right? A bunch of waiters. Allison yep. Pill. And, I love that. That's the gimmick. I just can't ever fault Ryan Reynolds and Anna Faris. You put those two people together mm-hmm. 20 years ago, and it's gold. Do you think yeah, Anna Ferris wants to kick Chris Pratt right in the nuts for marrying Schwarzenegger's daughter? Do you think he's just because <laughs> he really unceremoniously kind of dumped? He her. really did. He was such a and then and then did that whole uh, video about uh, you know this. It's finally great to be with the person that I was meant to be with or uh, something. That that's, such was, like a, that's such a dig. That's such a dig. That's awful. Dick move. Yeah. Really awful. But, like I, I don't feel like she deserved that. I mean, if, you're, if things aren't working out, fine. That's you know everybody yeah, yeah. can have that. But I don't know. I just felt dickish. And then he was all she, churchy about it. And it's like, dude, I don't know. Maybe shut up. Maybe just don't talk. Maybe, maybe shut up. Just maybe make maybe Guardians. Because uh, I, I really like that. you on camera. I think you're a good actor and you're funny and do, you, you do stuff. So quit being a butthole. Yeah, maybe, maybe you don't um, meet, get engaged the next year and, and elope uh, a few months later. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you do that. You just don't maybe, talk about it. You just you keep that fine, shit to yourself. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe you just don't talk. Exactly. Here's Doug Jones' Pencil Head. Hi, uh, I am Pencil Head. And I am son of Pencil Head. We erase crime. Two generations of... Right. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Two generations of... Uh... I mean, I, I, there are moments in improv. this movie that, that are really improv. funny yeah. and improv Yeah. yeah. They kind of yeah. like, you know... I don't know if this isn't a very good comparison, but they kind of they kind of evoke a little bit of like John... Not John Heater. Um, Jared Hess-style... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it also feels like an SN, one of the, you know, SNL skits where it's just every every performer comes up with a funny superhero and uh, and then just enters frame, announces who they are, and then you move on. Yeah. Well, and also SNL does this thing where there's people who happen to be in New York City and available on Saturday oh, night and yeah, you walk right. them on to do things. Right. Like that's that's what this movie whole movie felt like. Anytime does, there was yeah, right. a cameo. I was like, did they just go over to the comedy store and grab people, mm-hmm. drag them onto this set? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like, if it did feel like it at times. Uh, um, here's a here's one. This is a this is a clip where the spleen is picking up on Garofalo. Mmm. Enjoy. You're really good. What's up? 
I'm the spleen. I'm the bowler. How you doing? <laughs> Very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> he made me laugh. He was funny. There yeah. must have been so much spittle. Oh, oh yeah, gosh, right. Yeah. Oh, Paul Rubin spittle. I don't know. Rest his soul. Here's a. Here's a, apparently we. Oh, this is funny. Apparently we don't. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Well, yeah, yeah, for his character, the wholesome, uh, wholesome character that he is, that feels like the worst uh, word he could say. Yep. Uh, I think this is Eddie Izzard doing something. I'm the guy that gave your daddy the shaft. Yeah, that's him. Mm-hmm. Gave him the shaft. Uh, teamwork. Teamwork. Yes. All right. Okay, that was my is my deal, Wade. My deal is what he says. Right. All right. Here's more uh, forks than flatulence. You will have to have more than forks and flatulence. Yeah, West Duty, baby. I, I, thing. I yeah. mean, he's right. No, he's right. <laughs> it's like a. He's generally wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's just like making stuff up. But yeah. Like that's- the Sphinx was right in that one way. You're not wrong about it being right. Here's Pee Wee yelling. That's basically Pee Wee. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. Maybe Paul Rubens doesn't know how to yell in any other cadence. I don't know. Right. That's the scream. What can you do? You can't change who you are. Yep. Mm-hmm. This- Same exact scream that we got from him in uh, Flight of the Navigator. That's oh, true. Yeah. Oh, it's the robot. That it wasn't him, right? Voice, the, the ship voice. Yeah. Hey, right, you didn't right. tell us how many Pee-wee, or, uh, Paul Rubens movies we've done. How many? That's is it. it. That's, that's it? it? Just the two? Flight of the Navigator is the only other one. Did, he, gets really? a, he gets a credit in Cocaine Bear because he was on like a TV yeah, in that movie. Yeah, but um, nope, just Flight of the Navigator. We didn't do the yeah, first. Really? Pee- I thought did we did Pee Wee's Big Top or something, didn't we? Do no, that? no, I don't think we we haven't done any of those. Uh, nope. yeah, we haven't. How how? Nope. I thought mm-hmm. we did Paging Mr. Herman. I guess Brian just has done it a bunch. Right, just done it a bunch times. Actually, it is a really good point because where did that? <laughs> Where did that come from? Pagey, we did we did that one. Pagey, Mr. Herman. We Pagey, did that Mr. movie. Her- no, we didn't. We've not Friend done Pee Wee. We didn't. Randy's wrong. Right. <laughs> I'm um, telling you, Quicksack Li is then also wrong. Quicksack is wrong. Uh, I don't think so. Let's I see. I would like to sack uh, a big top with you guys. I okay. I, I feel like Pee Wee's Big Adventure is just a good movie and it's just funny and yeah. But like Big Top is questionable. Yeah, yeah, there's more to tear apart there. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I still kind of like Big Tom though. Uh, Dunaway, I'm trying to find your. I'm trying to find you even saying this, and I can't find it. Oh, I may have found it. Hold on, paging Mr. Herman. Here it is. Mr. Herman, you have oh. a telephone no, call. No, it's the actual. It's the actual I'm so good. Yeah. Listen to me. I'm so good. You're so Damn, good. good. You nailed it, Spot man. On. Well right. done, Dunaway. <laughs> All right, here's a fallen fart. All right, that's that. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, some p- pleasure is all somebody's. Pleasure is all mine, Frankenstein. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's CeeLo oh Green God. right yeah, there. CeeLo Green. Yep, yep. F you F and you. F me. <laughs> right. Have you really? Did you really not capture any of Tom Waits' like ridiculous scrabbling? Only voice? the only the intro. I didn't okay. bother right. with him much after that because that was the longest he spoke. The rest of it was little short bursts and stuff. It just wasn't. Yeah, most good. of it was like like him talking to himself when they they come in that kind of stuff, yeah. or mm-hmm. him talking while he's Muttering, watching TV. Yeah. But this yeah. this I whole, saw the action out there. That whole thing at the beginning of the, the, the show. Uh, here's um, uh, this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, dress. Uh, this is pretty good. Check this out. You dress in the manner of a male prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> when he's trying to make him furious. Yep. Yeah. 
Maybe we're, we'll I want to go watch Mohicans after that and go. Yeah, yeah. Same guy. Same guy said that thing. Same, same guy. Yeah. Dude, that so movie's good. so good. Oh my gosh. West, oh, dude. I yeah. love him. Love him. We, uh, I feel like we also need to sack Deep Rising. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, did we do Deep Rising? Have we not? Wait, yeah, it feels like it. So. Hold it go. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm thinking of Deep Blue Sea. I was like, isn't that where Samuel Jackson gets eaten by a shark? But yeah. That's now, this is hilarious because Deep Rising deep was the was the antithesis or the same year giant the, the uh, meteor. Yeah, the twin thing of Armageddon. And that's funny because Armageddon is the one until we finally watched it where we couldn't believe we hadn't already seen Armageddon. So oh, now, that's Deep Impact that you're talking about. Oh, Deep, deep Impact, Deep, deep Rising. Other, that was the other, yeah. Deep Rising is like a uh, ghost ship twin I don't remember if this I at all. Like put it. No memory of Deep Rising. What is that? Hold on. It's like the twinsy for Ghost Ship. Does yeah. It come out at the same time and all that? 98? It sounds about right. Uh Oh, wow. Treat Williams. Are you sure we didn't yeah. see this? I'm positive. <laughs> I, I, I'm 100% positive we have not wow. sacked Deep Rising. I want to. The, I'll, the I'll treat, put it in Sacktober if possible. I swear Deep I've rising. seen Treat Williams and Anthony Heald in the same. I was sure I this I'd seen Williams. this. That's going to bug me. <laughs> treat Williams just died not long ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So we was going to watch a Ray Liotta fl- film before it got pulled, right? I mean, it's just, oh, right. it's just too soon for no, all of us. We, we watched, did, we watched did Cocaine Bear. Isn't yeah. that enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. watched Cocaine Bear. <laughs> His fa- his last film is what we did. That's right. Actually, we did. Yeah, right, right after he passed away. All right, final clip. This is Pee Wee swearing, I think. I, I wrote, is this Pee-wee swearing? And I'm not sure because this movie was PG, maybe 13. I'm not sure. But here it is. Get your fucking Did he say get your yes. fuck? It's the fraculator. Yes. It's, it's the fraculator. Let me try it again. Get your fucking Okay, so he's messing up the name Fraculator. Yeah, he's messing up the Fraculator. Okay. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I guess you can do one for PG. It's hard to use yes to say Fraculator. It's hard <laughs> to do. I think even the MPAA is listening to that over and over and saying, I don't know. Yeah, nobody can understand that. This is I assume. Generation. You know what I, think, I like to assume? I think, the, uh, I think the junkyard lady uses the C word at one point, but I'm not 100% yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, that. I got that too. Yeah. Okay, you did hear that. You miserable. Yeah, she's, I didn't yeah. capture that. Yeah. I don't even know what she said all the time. I don't know what that kind of voice just kills me. I love old. Uh, I love. I do. I love an old gravelly lady yelling at you. It just makes me so happy. Looks like a raisin. Yeah. Yeah. We should get a little thread going in the Discord where somebody can find all the movies that feature that kind of characterization. Yeah. Yeah. Then we gave you two. There's your head start chat room Uh, or whoever. Just get that going. All right. Well, that as you can tell is the end of that. Now we have to do the checklist. Uh, quirkier than it should be, check. Not as quirky as it could be, check. Oh, nice. Fix. Oh, you kind of did the Sphinx there. You 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 said one thing, you kind of reversed it. Yeah. yeah. Fix this by shooting it right in the face with a James Gunn, check. Oh, a, a James Gunn. A James Gunn, the James Gunn. Um, Star Trek connections. They, I know they're, I know they're here. I just yes, know they it. are. We have two. Oh, all right. So uh, our first is. Good old Doug Jones, yeah, um, pencil head in this, yep. and uh, was uh, Saru in Discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, also uh, plays T- Saru in Short Treks, uh, so he gets oh. the he gets the credit there. Um, incredible character, by the way, on Discovery. I just abs- mm-hmm. I, I you can't fault Star Trek Discovery for its characterizations. They are 
tr- it's truly amazing. I agree. Well There's all kinds of story problems, but Saru will be forever one of my favorite Star Trek characters ever. Yeah, yeah. Our, our other one is uh, Jennifer Lewis. Um, she plays Lucille here, bit role uh, in Star Trek Lower Decks. She is the voice of the bartender. And, oh, really? Okay. Uh, the bar on Star Trek Lower Decks is such a great uh, place to have scenes. And I just, uh, I love that she's in there. Thanks for the reminder that I still have not seen you any Lower Decks. desperately need to. Oh, wow. And uh, you watch a Strange New Worlds? Shortly. Yeah, I need to get right. in there, dude. I feel bad. Are you watching Strange New Worlds? Uh, yes, although yeah, I'm not. I've not uh, seen the new season of Strange. Okay, World. we need to Same. watch Lower Decks real quick for you. I mean, you don't yeah. have to, but it would well, hurt. I, oh, it we, know, we know, we know why. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. We right. know why. And and, yeah. and Strange New Worlds just put out a musical, and it was yeah. so yeah. good. Uh, I didn't realize this until this week, but Christina Chong is a legit singer. Like, okay, yeah, a tremendous singer. Yeah. And she's carrying this season, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! She's the security awesome. head of security. Yeah, yeah I yeah, like her yeah. a lot. Long. Her character is really Man. being explored this season. Really yeah, great. I love I love her last year. So I'm excited. I'm just letting them build up so we can binge them. Um, mm-hmm. The other binge character em. I really like the uh, is it what's her name? It's like Vasquez or whatever. Who, who's the who's the ship's pilot? I forget her name. Vargas. Vargas. I love her. Yeah, she's, she's fun. She's great. That show's great. And, and she has to do a little singing in the musical and uh she's oh, not right. really she's she's not cut out for it but she does fine uh, right uh, i didn't know of, this would be involved in my filming of yeah there's a couple of other actors who need some auto-tune in order to make it happen mm-hmm. and uh it's it's a little bit cringy but it's yeah fun. when you're signing up for when you're signing up for a star trek series you're, you're, not, right. you're not thinking no, you're not like, there's not going to, you don't feel like you have to ask in the meeting. Uh, there's yeah, yeah. going to be any singing in this, is there? Right. <laughs> uh, no. Jess, Jess Bush, who plays Nurse Chapel. Yeah. She got some lungs. That that woman can yeah, say. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, she's one of my favorite characters. Another Australian. She, I just, like her. Yeah. 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 She's awesome. These Australian actors, I don't know where they come from or why they're so mm-hmm. great. Australia. I guess ah, they do. Bah, 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 oh, it's true. They do come from. I guess they do come from there. But they come from. <laughs> you do know where stock. they came from. Yeah, I lied the entire time. Uh, all right. Well, excellent. Those are our connections. Wait, we did two of them or just the one? What did you say? Did you two. get two? Two. Jennifer Lewis and Doug yeah, I Jones. Get two. Oh, Doug Jones. Yeah, duh, duh. All right. Well, well done. Uh, let's now move on to the uh, social media post. I refuse to call oh, it Twitter anymore up. because f this. Those guys are buttholes, yeah. and I'm tired of it. Yeah. So let's get that social media post wherever you post them. Uh, I'm still giving you a 280 character limit, though. That's just the rules. You got to pay me eight bucks a month to get any more. All right. That's the deal. Uh, So let's sum it up in those 280s. And uh, let's start this time with, oh, I don't know, Randy. Mystery men, I want to be the very best. Want to enforce the laws. To battle evil is my test. To shovel is my cause. This guy right here, he has no game. Somehow he gets the girl. This other girl we must proclaim is the hero of our world. What's our name? Why can't we have a moniker? What's our name? We sure could use a good chronicler. What's our name? (laughs) We have no shame. Spleen's bad farts, they kill and man. Mystery men. Wow. (laughs) You know, poetry. It's special. It's powerful stuff. Well done. Uh, Let's go now to Brian Dunaway, please. A mystery man, like a curious skunk making love to Phoebe Herman's leg in silhouette. Just let it happen. Hashtag, I know you are, but what am I? (laughs) (laughs) Nicely done. Good tribute, too. 
We do yeah. miss Paul Rubens terribly. I want to oh, go God, watch some old Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee Wee's Playhouse is so good, man. Yeah. I'm going to watch yeah. it. All right, moving on to the, our final person, and that would be Brian Ibbett. It always scares me that you're just going to go on to the next segment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, mis- forgive me. Mystery men. Too many comics in your comic-based movie makes for something not comical. <laughs> oh, nicely done. Right. Yep. Well done. The Sphinx is right twice today. Yeah. You did it. Can you can you laser blast these guns? Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> did you ever see Geronimo back in the day? He's no. really good in that. He plays Geronimo. It's a very serious movie. The only movie, Geronimo but. I know of is Tweaky. Um, oh, and it's, it's not the yell. You know, you know how people just yell Geronimo? Here it is. Yeah. Yeah. Geronimo, an American legend, Wes Studi, Jason Patrick, Gene Hackman, Robert Duvall. It's a big cast. It's worth seeing. I don't, at the time, people thought it was too overlong, but I like a big, long, you know, historical Western. So I, I, that didn't bother me. I, I think its problem was that it came out right after Last of the Mohicans. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like, uh, you know, I don't know, like pandering. I don't know. Like Maybe a little some, bit. Just, yeah. it, it's, its existence feels like pandering. I'm not saying it's actually pandering. Directed by Walter Hill, one of his final films. That guy was a legend. Hmm. Oh, no, he's still alive. I'm sorry. Walter Hill's still around. But he did like 48 Hours, uh, produced Aliens. Uh, what else did he do? He wrote Streets of Fire. Remember Streets of Fire? I do remember that. Um, Deadwood stuff. He's, he's great. Anyway, Geronimo. Really young Matt Damon. Yeah, very young Matt Damon. Very early role, uh, uh, job for him. And I want to say this was what year? This is like 93? Yeah, same year as Jurassic Park and the Dinosaurs. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Park I and keep, the Dinosaurs. I that sounds like a band. Make that movie much later than yeah, it is. That's, uh, yeah. may, hey, I think that's a testament to how Im- you know how important it was. So. Yeah. Uh, today's alternate titles, I've just been handed these. These were just handed to me. If you can believe it, uh, it was almost called Misery Men, but they thought that yeah. was maybe a little too dour. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the final choice, or the second to final choice, was Missed Opportunity Men, mm. which I would have gone with. Uh, let's Water get to the. Uh, we got a voicemail to play here. Uh, this is some sack recommendations. We always like getting these. This was sent to eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, and it goes like this: Hello, my film scroters. Uh, Nick from <laughs> Springfield, Mass. Here had. Two movie recommendations that I think would do wonderfully on the show. They're both on Netflix. First one, uh, Dracula Untold, 2014 oh. movie uh, starring Luke Evans. Ooh. It feels very much like it was supposed to be the start of a Universal Monsters uh, yeah. MCU kind of deal. Um, it was. Luke Evans is all right in it. The the plot is is just cream of the crop for film sack. Um, vampires. Uh, the king from Warcraft's in it. He's uh, he's the king in this movie too, which is weird because um, I always remember him as the the funny uh, future son-in-law from Mamma Mia. Um, anyway, second movie, uh, much better. Just saw it. No, not much better. Lie. Sixty-five million years ago, starring Adam Driver. Oh yeah, sixty-five. Very oh, weird yeah. sci-fi movie, but it's a quick ninety minutes. You guys would. It feels yeah. like. Uh, Film, film stack material, honestly. It's, it's a perfect kind of uh, blend of sci-fi and weird spoofs. I can see Dunaway making the wildest, yes. weirdest intro ever. Um, and I would honestly just really curious what song uh, Brian Ibbett would pick for the <laughs> for his cover for, for the intro to 65 million years ago. But anyway, 
Love the show, go though. Thanks, guys. You guys are great. Bye. Yeah, uh, we've oh, we're sixty-five is like up. We're going to do it, right? We're yeah, doing it's on it. our list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We gotta, By we gotta way, the, do that. Yeah, the king, the king from Warcraft, uh, King Lane Wren is uh, Dominic Cooper. Yeah, hmm. Dominic Cooper has done oh, all kinds wow. of stuff. Uh, I loved him in um, Preacher, uh, that Preacher show. Really yes, good. yes. Yeah. Oh, he was so good. Yeah, he's great. Um, Comic uh, book adaptation done perfectly. Oh yeah, dude. How'd they pull that off? You know what sounds yeah. great? This Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing's on fire. Oh, I can't wait. God, yeah, it's go beautiful. It's like yeah. visually just... It looks uh, insane, like, but the reviews, like, uh, they're just nice. The Spider-Verse. 96, 97% uh, audience mm-hmm. matches it. Like It looks like a no freaking brainer. I keep hearing the Ice Cube role is one of the best villains ever. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta go. I gotta I see that. I gotta go. A, uh, might have to do a Turtenheimer. Yeah, do a Turtenheimer. Turtenheimer. <laughs> Turtenheimer. Stop trying to make Turtenheimer a thing. <laughs> I'm telling you, the the weirdest, quietest rise to Hollywood royalty has been Seth Rogen over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Well, not like, only that, like his humble beginnings and his vapid weed use, but he's mm-hmm. he's always involved in projects that are like killer. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand it. Produced it's, by yeah, Seth awesome. Rogen and his buddy Evan, Evan Goldberg. Those do. Dudes, you know, I mean, when do they start working? I think super bad, maybe. Um, but just nothing but hits. A few, with, a few, uh, you know, garbage comic adaptation with uh, Green Hornet. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That was bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, now you've yeah, knocked him down two notches. That's fine. That's so okay. comedian is your Green Hornet. Bad idea. Yeah, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Not happy about it. Still, that movie sucked. Um, <laughs> all right. There we go. Then where are we now? Oh, that's it for uh, our, con- or, uh, you know, that's our, that's, but that's what we that's had it. today was a call. That's, that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. 801 or you can email us filmsack at gmail.com. I would like to call out some fine folks who joined us on Patreon because this is the best name we've ever gotten. Uh, two new folks this week. This guy's name is Indiana Jones, the adventurer with well-known groans, once tried to play the xylophone using ancient artifact bones. That's his name. <laughs> Wow. Randy, that's they let you do that in uh, Patreon. Uh, that's apparently, apparently, that field characters? is really big. Yeah, it's yeah. huge. No more, yeah, it more characters than X lets you have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's Jeez. just the first. There's a slot for first name or nickname. That's it. Yeah, that's right. the whole thing. Oh, really? So no, nothing for the last name, just empty. Yep, that's it. And I'd love okay. it. So thank you for that. Also, Max, yeah. uh, someone who just has a normal name, Max Chonard. Chonard. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm trying not to say Chodenard, but I, Chodenard? Sure. Yeah. I'm sure they appreciate that. I'm sure they've had this before. But anyway, uh, these guys joined us this week over at patreon.com slash film sack. They get monthly host specials. Oh, who's up this month anyway? Who's uh... it's me? <gasps> oh, I can't wait. I remember you hinted at something. I don't know if you want to say I here, did. but what was the thing? Or do you Time want to loop movies? Yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. I like that. Brian yes. is a I'm big, actually. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm actually going to do just one time loop movie, so stick around. You'll get that episode uh, at some point. All right, awesome. Month. Yeah, sometime in the month of August, uh, it will be your day. I did last month. He's got this month. We got everybody does them Me once next. a month. We love yep. doing them. I also send art in the mail. We also got pre-show content every week. We also have no ad feed on the Patreon for all the shows, including this one. So get in there, get that done, and be a part of the family. Patreon.com slash filmsack. Our next movie will be... Randy, I don't know what it is. What are we doing? It's gonna, we're going to watch 65, the new... Oh, oh right. Right. look at there that. Go. Look at that. Right there. Nailing All it. Right. You uh, won't have to wait too long to figure out what theme song I use for, <laughs> for my cover. <laughs> I can't wait to find out myself. What happened to... Uh, 
Village of the Damned. Did that get pulled? Or did we? Yeah, so that is no longer on any streaming. And Enter the Dragon, same deal, right? Enter the Enter the Dragon is, but we're uh, we got a we got a little bit of uh, shuffle happening, and I'll I'll explain why. I only I only ask that because I have this. (laughs) Enter the Dragon. (laughs) I have like Fletcher files for stuff that got pulled, and I'll hang. I'm keeping them in case those movies come back, but. It's just kind of funny how that worked out. Absolutely, we're we're going to be sacking Enter the Dragon relatively soon. Yeah, sixty five is next. As soon as we can get it in there. Um. Anyway, next week sixty five. Uh, it's not an age. It's something else. I don't know what it means in the movie. But. <laughs> it's nothing but a number. Yeah. He. Uh, what uh, you can hear him say, "I'll finish what I started from here." That's right. So, yes. Anyway, that's next week. That's on Netflix. So please catch it if you'd like to do your homework. In the meantime, filmsack.com is our website. Uh, again, patreon.com slash filmsack if you want to support the show. But all links are at filmsack.com, so go check it out. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. I am a ticking time bomb of fury. Oh, my Lord. We'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. I'm the guy that gave your daddy the shaft. Mmm. Mm. Hmm? Hmm.